Welcome to Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. This is Brian and Jimmy. Can we help you? Oh, um, I have a motorcycle related problem and can you can you can you fix this? Yeah. What would you like? Medicine? <laughs> no, I wanna I wanna have Jimmy answer my question. Wait, I am Jimmy. You're the doctor. Dr. Jimmy. Yeah, and, and we're gonna answer all of your questions on this amazing episode of Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. We're going to try. Live from Pahrump, Nevada, Valley of the Dirt people, this is Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. This is the show where we talk about motorcycle and motorcycle-related products. And tonight, we have a special guest. Yeah, special. One and only no. Brian Fullerton of Acherby's, which is super awesome and trying to get Brian on the show for a long time. Uh, if there is anybody that knows a lot about motorcycle plastic, uh, Brian is your man. And uh, we'll that's get about into, it, though. Uh, that's it. You sure? I don't know. We'll get in, Just, We'll get into that and many more things. Uh, so, good evening. Uh, today has been uh, a bad day for um, mm -hmm. not not necessarily. I mean, I had a bad day, but. Other people had a way worse day, which is really uh, bums me out. So uh, we'll get into some of that, and uh, but we're going to try to keep the uh, stoke alive here, and uh, that's kind of what you know. I mean, I actually almost didn't want to do the show. I mean, kind of. I like You're to be iffy. stoked. I like to be stoked when I do the show, and I, I just got mm -hmm. I got busy and and busy and crazy. Um. There's a lot of stuff was going on and it was like, yeah, I don't know if I can concentrate, but it's like, no, this is like my job. So I'm going to, even when you're bummed out or you don't feel good, you still got to go do your job, mm -hmm. but you can't bring that into the job. You got to do the job. And so well, the job I forced is, you to do the show. I forced you to do it tonight. So yeah. Right. Thank you. Wait a minute. Wasn't it Appreciate the other way that. around? Uh, wasn't it the other, didn't I force you to do the show? <laughs> Good to go. I'm good to go, man. I, I see this. It, it, it didn't sound that way with at the first text back. I'll tell you that. I was got a little <laughs> bit. Oh, maybe I should have told him a little bit earlier. Uh, you know him. why it's. You know why it's okay because. Uh oh. Oh. <laughs> yes, that's right. Uh, that's uh, that's good, Brian. You are doing something that I don't get to. I'm just having a nice uh, little seltzer water this evening. Oh, just go help your t help yeah. your tummy, help soothe your tummy for the bad day. Uh, no, it's just uh, it's just better than the the tap water around here. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, welcome to the show. This Thanks. is episode number one hundred and seventy. I can't believe we've been doing it that long. I say that every time that we do that. And uh, this show is brought to you by a bunch of great sponsors. One of which is not a Cherby's as much as we've tried. Uh, there, you, one of these listen, years, I think maybe it'll be I, the fifty fifth you know what? first year. Fifty. I think that you guys actually helped us out a little bit in some way, shape, or form uh, early on, like in the twenty-five uh, episode zone. It was probably some crazy product trade out. You know, one of those, one of those awesome we'll get deals. There. Hey, we'll get you there. know, may, maybe, maybe uh, one of my guys at Dirt Bike Test ran the wrong handguards in, a, in an off-road shootout, and we had to do do like a, a make good or something like that. What do they call that? When somebody yeah, screws up. <laughs> <laughs> so wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, if, but if it was psych, if it was psych or handguards, Jimmy, I mean, you know, that's our sister company. It's okay. 
Okay. I didn't, I didn't know yeah. that, that you guys were part of Cycra. Yeah. Did, it was uh, April 1st of 2018. Franco bought them. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. No, that, that is, that was another good company. They make, yeah. some, they make some pretty good stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. definitely. You, you know, I always remember this about Cycra is they actually were one of the first companies that went and sort of took a stock plastic piece and then redesigned it and made it better. Like some of the radiator shrouds where they actually made yep. the shape so it didn't catch on your leg or put the venting and the channeling in. And, and, uh, and then, and then this, now this is kind of commonplace for some, some companies as well. But, exactly. Uh, yeah. They, they're modified shrouds and number plate and then they do some rear fenders. Yeah. Like a yeah. Air, I don't know how yeah. the air gets into the rear fender, but it does. Well, it's, it's just, it, it would, uh, it would le- allow more channeling underneath the seat. And it's kind of funny because the manufacturers, like the minute that somebody made a better piece of plastic than a manufacturer, they copy it right away. They, oh, yeah. they, 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 they have that stuff on there. But anyways, this show would not be possible without the help of Yamaha. And I, the good thing is I don't have a Yamaha read, so that's all I say. Yamaha. Mm-hmm. Um, Taco Moto, who is bringing you Rooster Endo. Brian, are you familiar with our Rooster Endo segment? Yes, my base, Matthew base. got me all up to date on it. Yep. Good. Because basically this is where people send us a picture of their bike, tell us a little bit about it, and then we um, bag on it. Uh, okay. Climb. I, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm in love with Climb. Uh, I'm wearing Climb yeah. right now. Uh, see, I did see what, one of my, a, a great way to make a day bad is to not be able to ride and not ride. And that's what I did today. And I always talk about what I wore when I was riding. I will talk about this. Actually, we need to do, we need to do the product of the week. Remind me to do product of the week because I have something. Okay. Uh, so I'm wearing a climb beanie and a climb. Uh, this is that layer, the layer under layer shirt um, for staying. Oh, warm. like didn't, what, what happened to ours? One, holy? No. Oh, the sexy shirt. If you think I yeah, have the sexy, if you think I have the sexy shirt underneath here, you might you never know. It's not that kind of show. I thought you only slept in the sexy shirt these days. No, I ride in it. Oh yeah. Wow. Sleep you, naked. You still have it and it's holy. It's holy. It's it's didn't like the Pope, didn't I, the Pope were, bless it? They were blessed by some things, and most people that see it need to get blessed after they see me in it. It's that there's bad. more miles in that. There's more <laughs> miles in that shirt than but I've I, ridden I, for ten years. But I have five. I have five or six of them. I I, I every time okay. every time Walter came over, he'd always bring me some. Or anytime I'd go over there and I'd run into any of the Trivies guys, because it's funny because everybody in Europe had them. Like in America, yeah. you could you could not get these things, and and it's funny because I saw them with, from a Cherby's way before I started seeing it on all the technical like running and and cycling and all these other uh, you know uh, active wear companies picked up on that particular. It's it's basically Coolmax. It's it's a it's a Coolmax mm-hmm. net, and mm-hmm. so when you when you sweat in it. It, it, it builds like a – it's kind of what a lot of these shirts do. They kind of have a little isolation layer in there, so there's a little bit of warm air in between. But anyways, uh, yeah, climb stuff is like that uh, almost. It, they, they don't have a sexy shirt. I don't know if I've pitched them on the sexy shirt idea yet. I should. <laughs> no, I can, maybe no I can, I'm working on it. Maybe I could get a signature. I could get a signature uh, edition. Dude, if people wore I'm that – I'm working on it. Yeah, it'd, be, it'd, it'd sell out. Uh, well, do you they, see? Jimmy – Yes. Go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say uh, they still wear them in the discotheques where they got where they were designed. In Europe, dude, right, right. Said Fred, if you if you have one of those, if you can't afford like real, yeah. um, what do they call it? Like real uh, videos to play on your screen at your bar, and you have to like go to one of those free services. Like right, said Fred, who had a band called "I'm Too Sexy for My Shirt." 
for sure. And this is why yeah. we called it sexy shirt because they were wearing this net mesh. These dudes are like fifty, and they redid the song wearing those shirts again. Yeah. And yep. uh, yeah, so it, it plays all the time, and it, every time I, I, every time I put it on, I cannot stop singing that song, and I usually dance a little bit. And my friends that are around me, you know, like a lot of times it's on multi-day trail rides where I'm just running the thing, and they're yeah. so over it. But uh, I put it on an Instagram, I think, or something like that once, and I have friends that still like to show it to me that they think it'll embarrass me, and I'm like, it, oh, do you, do you, do you want to see it live? It's yeah. a 25 year old shirt, dude. <laughs> That's that's good. It, it lasts I've, a long time. I've been here for 25 years, and I remember sending them to you when I first started. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell would wear these? Jimmy will. <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> <Right>? will. Yeah. <laughs> uh, DDC, makers of awesome trail wheels. <laughs> chain wheels. And I was thinking trail. I started saying trail tech before I got there. Trail tech, fast company, seat concepts, bulletproof designs, and double take mirrors. All supporting this show you know we made 23 dollars off of our amazon click-through link last month matt Ooh. i was gonna tell you that we're killing it there so yeah. if you're buying something on amazon i know you bought all your christmas presents on amazon you didn't click through our link it's obvious but um matt's gonna go hungry for a couple weeks if you don't do this uh, and as mm-hmm. well uh we have r- links at rocky mountain mc uh so they have everything and if you buy anything for your motorcycle Go through the link on Dirt Bike Test. We get a small chunk of it. It really helps us out, and that is good. Hey, Jesse Gent on our things mentions that Acherby's has a very generous military discount. And yes, I'm super, super stoked that you were uh, doing that. Chris Reel is with me on a hard start to 2023. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Mark is out there. He's doing uh, – Mark Daniels, a long-time supporter of the show. He does Tech Talk. Taco and Tequila Tuesday. He added an extra T to it. Uh, so he's got his own division of this. I usually do tequila, but it's not happening tonight. Mm. Driving. So. They were, spon- were sponsored by. Estrella Jalisco. Yeah. That looks yeah. That's super tasty looking right now. I'm not going to kid. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's pretty good. It does. I'd open it just for you, buddy. Uh, if, I, I appreciate that. You know, have two for me. <laughs> Actually, you're on a program though. You're 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 yeah. You're Brian Light compared Not to that many what, people know. Yeah, you're Brian Light people compared think, to the old days. Yeah, 60, 65 pounds down. That is awesome. I need to. Don't I need to figure. I need to figure out how to how to drop about twenty to thirty. It's easy. And uh, stop drinking beer. Mm-hmm. Stop drinking beer, <laughs> cut, cut out all the unnecessary crap, don't overeat, and then pedal your bike and bikes. <laughs> I I think all of that is really good advice, and it's probably the most sage and simple advice that, that, that I mean, it, it's funny. It's like, there's no magic in this. Just just do it. No. It's like, yeah. It's like, uh, I, yeah, bad, you know, I got bad habits. Yeah. Hey, so since 2009, Seat Concepts is making handmade seat products that are made in the USA. We kind of forget how awesome made in the USA stuff is, unless we're talking about a Cherby's, which is made in Italy a lot of the time. Italian stuff. And Italian. Uh, they have seat styles available in a variety of options from low to tall. I like the tall, even though I have short legs. Narrow to wide. I like a certain shape of seat that's narrow in the front and wide in the back. You know, that's what like, I have. Yeah, <laughs> I do. No, on my my CRF. Oh, you have the you have the C concept seat. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. 
that that's that's definitely a bike that could use use that. We rode we rode a couple CRFs uh, last last week, two weeks ago. Trevor and I did. Oh, mm-hmm. Trevor lost all the footage. Lost no. all oh, the no. footage. Yeah, he got like a new camera, reformatted a card, dropped some stuff on a disc drive, and the disc drive blew up, and then had nothing. And so, oh two God. days, two days of shooting. Oh no, gone. At least, at least half of the riding was fun. <laughs> Trevor expired. You can't fire slaves. <laughs> don't <laughs> it's, eat them. It's, yeah, well, that's probably next. Like that's Well, we talked yeah. about that. If you don't buy stuff on Amazon, yeah. Matt doesn't eat. It's that simple. We're not yeah. lying. Exactly. About this. So, hey, we are going to uh, answer your motorcycle and motorcycle product-related questions because Brian is next. So if you have questions about plastic, I'm pretty sure that he can answer them. So. It's always good to have an expert here. When we need oil questions, we talk to Chris Real. Uh, suspension guys, I got a few different guys. Those I need to get George to come back on the show. I'm super stoked on my suspension guy, George. But I do have a, sus- a very famous suspension guy that we can potentially get on the show as long as we don't talk too much about suspension, especially modern, really? super modern, like top secret suspension stuff. But if we talk about like it, racing a Husky 125. Racing a Husky one. I'm going to give it away. Racing. And if, if oh. people, well, somebody, some people, because they know me, they, this guy, when I was racing 125 novice, I used to race against him and he rode the trickest Husky 125. It's going to surprise you. It's really going to surprise you. And uh, it'll be an awesome show. Cause we just, we just, when we get around each other, we just start BSing about stuff and the conversations are so cool. Because he has a lot of history and and I have a lot of history and we know a lot of the same people, worked with a lot of the same people in different times, different things. It's it's uh, super cool. So I'm I'm excited for that. That would probably be the, the first show in February is kind of when it's sort of semi-scheduled okay. to happen. So uh, anyways, and if you want to call – Yeah, surprise, surprise. If you want to okay. call into the show, the Seat Concepts Hot Seat Highline number is 775-318-5515. Maybe Matt will take your call. He might just throw you straight on the show. And one other thing I wanted to bring up is sometimes we have gifts and prizes for the callers or just the best call or the best comment or different things. And I always say, do something, email us, whatever it is. There's always something to it. And Mark Daniels, your shirt is here. It's just I haven't had time to put it in the bag and send it to you, and I'm not going to be able to do it on this particular go-around. But your shirt's coming, and we got to remember that. Mm-hmm. I have the address. It's all good. It just needs to be – needs some uh, some assembly required. But the there was a couple things that we said in, in back episodes, so the ones you can watch on the YouTubes or, the, or listen to the podcast, prizes that went unclaimed. They're still claimable. So if you're listening to this now at a later date and you're going back through the archives and we have 169 other shows, Mm -hmm. if not more, where there's little nuggets dropped in there where you could, if you, uh, I don't know which ones is which, but if you email me or however we decide to do it, um, some of them are call-ins, but I guess if you called in and you say, hey, I'm pretending like I'm calling in because they said to do this. Um, you can email me or Matt. It's pretty easy to figure out how to get a hold of us, and we can help you out. Like, there's discount codes and all different kinds of things we've done. So, uh, should we go right to the right to the questions on the sheet? Yeah, we can bust out those sheet questions. Do you want to? I can go ahead and read them. What is RJ? So RJ is asking. I know TTT T does not talk about racing, 
but can Jimmy discuss what the navigation experience is like for the riders slash racers at Dakar? I understood. I understand a bit about the road book, but in Jesse's and Cody's podcast, da- uh, Dakar Rally Daily, they talked about the riders just barely missing a wave point, a waypoint and having to go back to make sure they ta- uh, could tag it. Can Jimmy talk about the technology on the bike that allows them to record the waypoint? Thanks. Yes, I can. So waypoints, um, it's a it's a lat long that's on the road book, and it's. It's not, you're not going to get the lat long in the road book. It'll just tell you waypoint like WPM or WPC or WP. There's all different kinds. WP, what's the new one? Uh, P, precise. There's there's all these different types of, and they change them a little bit every year because they're they're trying to make stuff different. So this is a point. And the, the road book will tell you exactly how to get there. Now, exactly is kind of dependent on the type of waypoint and whatever. But that point is, exact, it is an exact point. And on the bike, in Dakar specifically, they have something called an ERTF, and that's a it's a brand name of a GPS or it's a tracking company, but it's GPS unit. So it's called the ERTF, and essentially it's a GPS unit that records exactly where you go, and it it knows what speed you're going, and it can transmit your position. So it does all these different things. But for the rider, what it does is, and and it's hooked in through the through what they call the sentinel, the beeping uh, thing. The, so, so if you if you like come into a speed zone, it'll beep, and it gives you beeps that you've cleared waypoints or make waypoints or not. So, it depends on the type of waypoint. Sometimes that device, when you get close enough to a waypoint, it will actually open up an arrow, and the arrow will point you exactly to the center of the waypoint. And then, as you get closer. At a certain point, when you get close enough, you you achieve the waypoint, you get it, and then it clears and that arrow will turn off. There's other waypoints where there's no arrow at all. It's just you have to go through it. And so imagine you're on the freeway, and this is the this is the way, and and you're in the in the far right lane, and the waypoint is out in the in the far left lane. And if it's a certain kind of waypoint with a really small radius bubble, you will miss that waypoint. So think about what's happening is a lot of times there's a waypoint and a turn. And if you watch the videos and stuff, you can see the, you can see the, that everybody's kind of cutting the turn, cutting the turn a little bit, cutting the turn a little bit, or maybe even the first guy goes and kind of cuts the turn a little bit. Well, you know, on your, on your map book, you know, it tells you, you need to be going through a waypoint. And if it's one where arrows doesn't, don't open up and you don't get that beep, you know, you've missed it. And so you have to go back and generally a good, a good navigator would know exactly what happened and just go back and hook it real quick. And what happens with other guys that are just following, let's say you cut that turn a little bit more and then you're, you're really racing and not thinking about it. These guys ride right past it and just completely miss it. And then you get to the next waypoint in the road book and the ERTF asks you, do you want to skip? And then you go, oh, do I want to skip that? Because that's 15 minutes or an hour or whatever it is. And then it's like, oh, now I have to go a long ways back. But this is stuff that the top guys are all very aware of. Uh, they train uh, for it. But it, you have to put it in your routine. And so some guys don't have it in their routine. They don't get to train with an ERTF. We we train with uh, a, a system called Rally Blitz. And so... 
Rally Blitz, it actually just works on your phone. It's a little app on your phone really? that, uh, that, that that basically tracks you because it's a GPS unit in your phone, and it tracks you, and it does all of the same things as an ERTF does. We've used uh, Rally Comp uh, units. We've used uh, Stella units, all different kinds. So there's every rally kind of has a different system and a, and a different thing, but I, th- I think all the FIA r- rallies run the, the ERTF, but they all fundamentally work exactly the same. So that's um, – that's how that that works, and uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty complex, but um, it's actually really simple if you just kind of think about it. But motorcycle racers as easy, racing as easy as our old roller rally book. <laughs> Remember that one? I have a couple of those still. There's some people that come out here to do to. There's guys that come out here to training. They don't have anything, and and it's like you know they tell me they have a full rally system, and they show up and they 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 go look here's my phone. Is this works? Doesn't? And I'm like, uh, no. We're gonna print out a roll of paper <laughs> and put it inside of this uh, you know plastic that's box. Classic. I did. Yeah, I classic. did two. I did two Nevada rallies with those. You did ninety yeah. five. Yeah, the first two years of uh, no, yeah. maybe only the maybe only the first year. I think the second year I got on the on the factory Honda, and that was before a, me. We had a, a mechanical one, but yeah, I still pro- any ones that I didn't crash or somebody else didn't crush, uh, <laughs> they're there. So RJ, that's that's, uh, that's what it what it works. Hopefully that um, all that stuff uh, answers your questions. But yeah, I I think that there's it's so funny because i every i don't i haven't gone on this year but every year once in a while i'll go on some of the adventure rider forums and stuff and i'll listen to everybody you know whether it's from the way that they interpret what they see on the tracking and like last night i couldn't get the map wouldn't show up the the tracking map and they're they're not showing this is how this is how much people are into i don't want to call it cheating just using every bit of information available to you they won't let the tracking map map go live until the first cars start and I think they're actually holding Damn. it back even farther because you know what? Guess what the car guys would do? They would watch the motorcycles on the tracking map to see if there was any tricky waypoints because that you could see it by them uh, having to go back and all that stuff. And uh, so now they won't. Now I think they're they're going to just eliminate that, you know, completely. But it I, I it was late last night when when um. I, I noticed it didn't come on. I'm like, where's the damn map? And so because I, I like I'll watch that and I can kind of see how things are going. So, yeah. Uh, okay. What else do we got there, Matt? Uh, well, we got some questions from the chat I'd want to get to. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see here. Uh, John Bailey from YouTube was asking, so he's restoring a 2006 Honda CRF 450X. Does a Cherubis offer a plastic kit in the latest Honda Red? Sorry, John, we do not. We don't even make... Um, it's the, what is it, Jimmy? The shrouds, side panels that are different. On the, and, or on and the, rear, huh? The yeah. We don't they, have the X. They, yeah, yeah, because the side panels incorporate the airbox. So it was always mm-hmm. our, our stuff. This is correct. Yeah. Yep. I, unfortunately, just UFO makes that for the X model. Yeah. Yep. Make our X. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's the same, same as our. Yeah. yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, I, I'm we always blown tanks. Yeah, I'm always blown away that that a lot of the companies make the, you know, they they do all the motocross stuff, but they don't do some of the off road. And I kind of kind of understand with the Honda ones where it's like a new, a new thing, but you know that that bike is around in the same for a million yeah. years. Yeah, 
And yeah, and, I mean, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> and, and there's, and there's some, some of these other bikes like, like, uh, you know, like Yamaha TTRs and stuff, they sell a million of them. They never change them. And it's like, you think, but I mean, the only thing is the, they don't sell a million of them in Europe. That's where oh, it gets us. Uh, that they gotta be, be sold too. in Europe. Yep. You know, they don't, they probably don't have the X. They, you know, um, no, they hardly, yeah. they hardly did. I know. And that's the so, thing. It's like, we would have to send the plastics to Italy, you know? Okay. Yeah, so that so that some of these some of these bikes and then in the manufacturers obviously know when there's not a, a aftermarket solution to the fender because instead of being a you know seventeen or twenty dollar fender, it's a fifty six dollar fender, and uh, exactly. yeah, 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 and it goes and it goes up and up. And I and I have some of those bikes. We have them in our rental fleet and everything. And I really don't yeah, change do. plastic. I don't change plastic Damn. on a lot of them because. They just, it's like, they, they don't break. They just get ugly and you want to make it yeah. nice, but it's like I'll one tip over and they all look the same. So, <laughs> okay. What's our, what's our next one? So RP on YouTube was uh, asking, when do you service your adventure bike forks slash shocks? The KTM manual states to service is needed depending on use. What would be a good rule of thumb for shock slash fork service for an adventure bike? Hmm. That's a good question. Uh, so, I, I will agree with the manual in that it's dependent on use because if you're just street riding and not really, you know, you're, you're, you're not, let's say heating the suspension up and it's easy for you to figure this out when you're riding where you're normally riding, stop, be careful. If you're riding it hard, <laughs> stop, put your hand on your shock reservoir. If you can't touch it, you're riding it pretty hard. You're 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 now using it more like what you would call a competition bike. And on an adventure bike, it doesn't take a lot to to heat them up because it's a big heavy bike and that shock's actually doing a lot of work. So if if you're heating the stuff up and you're using it hard, if you're using it like what I call really hard, twenty to thirty hours is a is a would be the for me the the short end of it. Mm-hmm. But I'm putting a couple hundred hours on my adventure bikes. But then I'm, I mean, and I ride them hard sometimes, but not super hard. So I, you know, I probably do do my adventure bikes like every year and a half. I think they kind of maybe, maybe a little bit longer cause I have a lot of them. So I'm kind of rotating around through them and stuff. So it's in, if you feel it, if you start of a sudden, if you start noticing that your bike is like kind of blowing through the stroke and bottoming out, you know, that's kind of a, that's a good, indicator and if you and the, the the thing is if you let it run too long you're going to just wear stuff out they just it's like motor oil you know there's oil in there that's what's doing your lubrication as well as your damping and when it starts wearing it breaks down and then it doesn't lube as well so that's uh that's my that's my take there okay just but to to, to determine it, if you're getting that thing really hot do it more if it's not that hot when you check it then you can go a lot longer. Go, go, you know, go the 200, you know, 150, 200 hours and don't stress. All right. So uh, Jesse Gent popped in with a, another question. Uh, I have a 5.3 gallon tank on my 2013 KTM 350 EXCF. Always wondered if you guys know that the bolt, always guys wonder, uh, always wonder if you guys knew if the bolt which holds the tank can withstand the forces of the added fuel weight as opposed to the stock tank it was designed for. That's an Acherby's tank. Which year? Uh, yeah, 2013. Year, the 2013 and, 350. And he, it's I don't I don't know. I don't know if it's a five three. I don't know if that's what it is. Uh, I, the, the big it's that's, the big. 
what's the big giant one? Uh, is it five you, three? It could be. Um, I can look. I got my computer up here. Yeah, but I mean, it, he's asking if that bolt will will hold it. I mean, it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. I've never had any. I'm going to. I'm going to tell warranty issues or. No, I'm going to tell you. Is that what he's, it, it, well, you think about it. It's that one bolt on that one shoulder is holding that entire yeah. tank down, and and yeah. it, it 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 rests on two posts and stuff, and it's sort of in that thing. It's kind of triangulated. I have mm-hmm. hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours with that tank on a 500 and a 350. Actually, on my 350, I mostly run the the KTM hard parts one, which is also in a Turbies tank. It's that one that's slightly Shh. smaller. Yeah, slightly <laughs> yep. smaller. Uh, but they're both big, <laughs> big tanks and I've never, I've never had an issue. And I've actually a couple times had that bolt come loose, you know, like, mm-hmm. like it, it, you know, maybe didn't get tightened properly or just hours and hours it came loose and the tank didn't go any place either. Although, although I would honestly, uh, it, it, it did worry me when I first saw that that's the only thing. And I know some of the other tank manufacturers actually put additional bracketry and stuff on there, but, uh. Um, I mean, aside from, I didn't like, think that, yeah, aside sorry, from, I didn't, cart- I didn't think that was an issue. No, I, I would say aside from cartwheeling your bike and, and yeah. there's nothing on your bike that was designed for cartwheeling. Uh, you're good. Yeah. I, I mean, I've, I've smashed, I've crashed the bike pretty good a couple of times and, uh, smashed bumps and all that stuff and never, never had an issue. And this is with that thing totally full plenty of times. That's usually when the bad stuff happens when you fill mm-hmm. the tank up. <laughs> uh, but if it's breakable, if it's sorry, if it's breakable, you'll break it, and you haven't you haven't broken that mount bolt. So yeah, good. I, yeah. I mean, you think about how many hundreds and hundreds of those tanks are out there and stuff. Yeah, it's not a problem. Thousands, thousands. Yeah, it's that's a good selling tank. Yeah, and he followed up by saying it's held up so far. He was just wondering if you guys take that into consideration at all. He's had the tank since 2015, and he's had no issues. So I was just curious. Yeah, I've had it. I've had them since 2012. <laughs> yeah yeah the 12 yeah um no i mean if we, if we have co- any issues with the tanks or anything like that i mean we'll stop all stop if i mean if we bring them in stock i usually try to send all new products out to somebody like you damon lately for the adventure bike for the t7 you know and if there's an issue it's all we'll stop you know we won't ship the inventory out literally well the the, the, the first thing we'll I, I showed from. you with the with the um with the the tenere tank i got the tenere tank which is a, a awesome uh, yeah, because you're getting you're getting like two more gallons, and there's not really. I mean, it's it's taller, but it's not mm-hmm. uh, it's not any wider. It's where you touch the tank. It's it's not a it's, not a big deal. Super cool. And then I sent him. I also put a steering stabilizer on my bike, a Scott steering stabilizer on the bike. And there's there's a there's a I don't want to call it a clearance issue because it just barely barely touches it. But Scotts yeah. was aware of this and they said you might have to take some heat to the tank. And I did, I took some heat, got a heat gun and just pushed back. And I got, I went from like maybe a half a millimeter to three millimeters and I'm fine. Mm-hmm. And it's, and, okay. then, and then right, right away, Brian goes, Hey, and I sent him some pictures. He goes right away. Hey, I'm going to mm-hmm. let Chirpies know. I'm going to let them over in Italy so they can make a correction to this. Cause I think a lot of people will put that kind of stuff on there and to, to, to change that. And then the first thing I did is filled my tank up full and let it sit. You know, I rode around, let it sit and it's not getting super hot, but you know, it's sitting there with all that gas in there to make sure it doesn't move. I don't, I don't want it touching and I don't think it's going to. Mm-hmm. So, um, what a, you know, um, I know you don't read the instructions. No, um, I do. I, do? I always, okay. I always read. Do you people, really? Well, the funny thing about the Cherby's instructions mm-hmm. is it's mostly pictures. They mostly, their instructions yeah. generally are pictures only 
with very yep. little words. That tank does have um, uh, written instructions and explains all the different all the different steps. Yeah, yeah. The newer ones will for sure, but um, no, I, I, it, it'll say it on those instructions as well. But um, it's like seven percent or eight percent plus or minus the tank. So if it's five like five gallons, like this goes for all tanks. I'm like not just a Cherubis, IMS, Clark, whatever. Yeah. But the tank can actually expand. Yeah. All tanks can. So, I mean, that's we good. You to, put gas we, in it. Yeah, we used to put you, boiling water in tanks. And back in the yeah. old days, motocross bikes and stuff, when we were trying to get longer motos or whatever, we mm-hmm. put boiling water in tanks and put a little pressure on them. And they would they would literally bulge. And, I mean, I, I actually bulged some that were hard to get off of the frame. Because they, they actually no way around the frame and then you had, because they, they kind of pushed inwards as opposed to outwards. So you had to be mm-hmm. careful when you were, when you were doing it. In fact, on, I think it was the perimeter frame Kawasaki's we were actually, and this is back when I was racing uh, for IMS, uh, competitor course, right? Uh, they, there was a perimeter frame Kawasaki and they had the ones that had the radiator wings incorporated into it. You had to shim those yep. things up because we were expanding those even. And you had to shim those oh, things wow. up because they would wrap around the frame. You'd never get that tank off. <laughs> you'd, you'd be cutting that sucker off. But uh, yeah. Um, so we, um, okay. we get, we get a handful of uh, KTM uh, customers out there that will buy a what, three, three gallon tank. And they will literally email us and scream at us and tell us we ruined their birthday, the race weekend, their whole year because the tank wasn't three gallons. It was 2.96 or something like that. Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm serious. I can't believe, I can't tell you how many emails we get like that. Yeah. And I'm sure I mess and Clark did the same thing, you know, it's yeah, just standard, I, but, but it's something that we know cause we do this all the time. You know, we understand yeah. that. Yeah. There's some variance in it and everything. But uh, I think I think I think whatever the published was on the on the Acherby's tank, mine was slightly less than whatever it said. I mean, but but by a, by a fraction. But yeah. But the other thing was, and I because I went to the, the first thing I do is rode it down the street. The gas station is a quarter mile away, less than that. And but I had a little bit of gas in there, and so I'm going okay. The little bit that I put that's in there good. to prime the fuel pump is that that was that's the that's the difference there. So I I, I mean I'm not complaining. Yeah. And then and then that's why I leave it full of gas because it's going to stretch a little bit. It does it does grow. So, and uh, Mark Daniels wants to know why does the Cherbys not use threaded er- inserts for the fuel pump on the KTM tanks? Mm, I well, think what is stock is stock th- are well you yeah. know I think so they changed it's not us. Yeah, they've changed back and forth. So when when KTM was wood screws, which by the way I like, I like the wood screw. They just seem like they screwed up less and never froze in the the threads. Me no likey, me no likey, no wood screws. This is twenty two, twenty three. Yeah, I like the wood screws. I'm fully. I'm. I know they're not. They're not a. What is it? ISO nine thousand whatever compliant. I know wood screw doesn't (laughs) doesn't count. It has to have a Torx bit and all the other stuff. Yeah, but. Uh, I, I was happy with, but I think a Cherby's matches whatever stock is that, that Yamaha tank exactly. was super Santa. Like the, the, actually the, 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 yeah, the threads in those things actually seem like they fit better than the stock ones when I was taking the, the fuel pump out and stuff and just the, and the, they should. They, yeah. Yeah. They should. I mean, cause they use the right, correct brass inserts and everything like that for that reason. Cause that's the other thing we get is people will leave the screw, you know, leave the, the tank mount on a bike for, two years and not wash the bike. And then, you know, then they, the aluminum and the uh, brass, you know, create a um, little bit of a bonding. And then, um, then we own a tank, 
So we fight that. So to answer his question completely with the wood screws is, I mean, you said it, I mean, you said earlier, we, we make the, um, um, I'm not, I don't want to talk about 2023 cause I, I don't, I don't want to talk about 2023 KTM or anything like that. Um, I'm not sure to be honest with you on the tanks if we're making them for um, their power parts catalog, but yeah, the, all the, like the non EXC, non XC uh, W tanks, they're all wood screws. So oh, we just, still. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we just roll with that, with the <laughs> e- EXCs, wood screws, my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, 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 you know, sure, sure. I've, I've stripped a few out, but once you learn how not to do it, and then if you do do it, you just pump in some kind of an epoxy and just ram another wood screw into it. And, and I can't and, tell that. I can't say that. I, I know you I can't. Yeah, you, exactly. Lose. And, and, and then if for a while, yeah. KTM had two different size wood screws. You know, and then, yeah, then, then unfortunately, leak. somebody would take the long one. Yeah, they would take the longer uh-huh. one and run it into a gas uh-huh. tank that was required for a shorter one. And it was like, uh, wrong. Then, that that one went in your side panel, bro, not in your gas tank. And and your and then, radiator, your radiator shrouds are shooting gas out. And, and this guy, but mostly my coworkers, will send out a new tank. I mean, that's the yeah. thing is we, we kind of err on the side of caution. We don't want to get, you know, any liability issues or anything like that. So we will take care of it. Yeah, that's that's, you know, uh, that's quality. If somebody quality. maliciously did it, Service. I wouldn't take care of it. But <laughs> right, right. Um, so Austin uh, Radio had a question for on YouTube. Okay. Uh, so when are we going to see the Desert Eagle color plastics for the gas gas? Tan and red would look very spicy. <sighs> spicy. Um, well, t- a lot of these colors that we've been doing lately, the limited edition colors. Uh, the tan one was from. 2020 and that was just a limited version so we still have inventory you know for some you know for a lot of bikes actually but um it's just a limited run we'll, we'll make x amount and then clip it and then do another color so that was the 2020 color we didn't do one in 2021 but like we've done gray we've done all the crazy colors that jimmy won't run because he's scared i got i have a blue you know? ktm i have a teal whatever i have a rebel rally colored blue no. ktm the light blue that it we was, need or the it was the light it was the one. stuff it was the no it was the stuff that Troy Lee was running on their bikes. Remember they were Oh the they orange were, with the light blue. The yeah. orange with the light blue. I managed to yeah. get a whole set of light blue except you for did? the front wait, do, do I have a front fender? The fender's not blue. It's orange still. I think it is orange. Yeah, it's yeah. orange. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was the only thing I couldn't get in the blue. Uh and yeah. then the head headlight sh- headlight shell? No, it's not blue. But uh no, but everything orange. Yeah, orange, but everything else is uh yeah. yeah, it's it's uh that bike it's and the funny cuz I work on the Rebel Rally and that is their color. That's the color of the event. So is I, it? that's my and I use a, a a you know, big tank and the whole 9 yards on that sucker, so it's good good Yeah, uh, the orange good color. Oh, good, sorry. No, all good. Okay. Uh No, I was so, going to so, say the orange blue was the was the limited edition colors that kind of got everything going. It was like the light blue and then we did light blue for all the bikes. And then we did the um, tan and we did gray. And then currently we're doing, I should have wore that shirt today, but <laughs> now we're doing the metallic colors. That's the, the limited edition colors for um, 2022 going into 2023, but a lot of new bikes for 2023. So they won't and the, carry and on the, to the KTM's. And the KTM stuff that I got, that was some gray. That's just, that's just the standard gray. That's on a metallic. That's not a metallic. Yeah. So KTM has their, was a KTM and Husky have their darker gray. Okay. They came out their darker gray, and then we had a lighter gray. Yeah, it's kind of confusing to some people. So, a lot of the um, um, 
uh, descriptions of the colors. I'll put KTM gray. I'll put a Cherubis gray, metallic gray. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's three grays right now. Can look kind of confusing. I always tell people I don't look at my bikes when I ride them, so I don't I don't care what mine looks like. I might have but to we want yours. them to. Yeah, they, they look pretty. at my, they look they look at my bike. I mean, some of my bikes look pretty good. I I just threw on. I, so I had a I had a six days. Uh, I have I have a an Italy, and it was like a combination of white and it was mostly a white kind of KTM, but it has the orange frame. But I just threw all orange on that one, and orange cool. fort guards, orange orange everything. I love that. I like I like the way that bike looks. Just plain orange. There's no logos or nothing on it. Just looks just looks sleek. Looks nice. Wood screws and all. Wood screws. No, there's no wood screw. That's got an EXC tank. <laughs> they, oh, they have to have the threaded inserts on that thing. It's yeah. still stock. Yeah, it's so stock tank. So on the that EXC. Bike. So it's weird. The EXC US version tanks are all US homologated. So the the stock EXC tanks are brass inserts, and we follow the European way. Okay. I don't think I answered all that question all the way. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, that's why the EXCs, the US. So an EXC US version is different tank than Euro. Euros is going to be wood screws. Okay. So yep. when, so when you get a big, if I got it for, for my, well, I, I should know because the 19 and the 20 are the same. I have a big tank for my, for my 19 and is it, was it wood screws? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I, I just assemble it. I have, I have, a, I have one of those, uh, those hardware kits with all the different things. So I have to go from the, the, the regular ones to the other ones. I, I've got, I got it in stock. Didn't slow me down. <laughs> so, okay. Any other questions there, Matt? Uh, nothing from the chat right now, we got some but questions we'll go from the sheets. Tour of Idaho. Yeah, so Sean Casey uh, quoted uh, in quotation marks, don't let your protective gear cause you to crash. Uh, why did he say that? Did I, I, did I, I say something? You might I, mention. I was on the Tour of Idaho. I stopped by and visited Brian at the office. I got Ooh, I have that actually, picture on my phone. Actually, I, uh, I actually picked up, what did I pick up? Like a headlight for my... For my uh, the guy who's filming for Will, I remember God, I came I in, there was something that, that he needed. And I actually, you, you're like, oh yeah, I got one of those. You were, it was something you had laying around in the office actually. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I, was like, I think it might've been a headlight because he didn't, he was on a, he was like on a, an XC type bike and he didn't have a headlight and I didn't want him to get stuck out at night, you know, cause he would, he would ride with me in the morning, ride back to the van, drive the van someplace, usually get a shot in the middle of the day, then drive the van. And then sometimes he'd park and then he'd try to ride back out. And, and I'm like, I don't want you to get stuck at night. I mean, I've got a really good headlight. And so we, I think I grabbed a headlight from him and that ended up right. Uh, yeah. Working out it. He was stoked like gifts. So don't let your protective gear cause you to crash. Mm. Yeah. I don't remember. Maybe there was a quote about wearing too much. Oh, protective gear. Yeah, it could have been kind of like the yeah. I I and that's something I tell people all the time. I mean, I see some people wear so much protective stuff, it's going to make them use it. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like it's like they they, they can't they, they can't even walk. They yes. can't get on their bike, and, and you know, chest protectors, neck braces, donuts, like extra. Oh, you know, who knows? I and and it's like, hey, I I get you want to be safe, but. Like Travis here just bit yeah, out. He just said, he, he's just Travis, gear. Travis is like protective gear. No way. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> do you remember our, do you remember a big chest protector back in the old days, the Zoom? I think you I wore, wore that I wore one of those sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Zoom, yeah, when I, we did uh, the when, Zoom too. Yeah. When I, uh, uh, I might've worn it in the Incas rally. I don't remember. I'm positive you did. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember maybe, seeing photos. Yeah. Maybe, maybe on some of the, some of the, some of the stages, maybe on some of the fast stages or something like that. Who knows? It was cool back then to wear chest protectors. Uh, was it? I think I, so. <laughs> we sold a lot of them. <laughs> I, well, I, so I was always like chest protector was, I, I was an HRP guy. I always wore the HRP chest yeah. protector for the suspended shoulders, which the zoom had. Yeah. And, yeah. And I think, I think I wore the zoom in the Nevada rally <laughs> come to think of it. Cause, Cause you were, time, you were all at Cherby's gear and everything head to toe. Uh, in I, the first, I think the first year I might've been the second the next year, I think I was actually in uh, Pro Sport, which eventually became oh, Fly. Dear God. Yeah, because it was, no it was some sort of, oh, that's right. Yeah, Terry. Pro Sport was Terry Baisley's thing, yeah. and yeah. Uh, he he got all of the somehow he he helped with that Honda effort, and he got all of the Honda guys that had. I mean, because I think that Johnny was wearing it at the time, so he was going to get all. We're all going to be no. like little. We're all going to get little Johnny. Can oh, I have. I don't. I kid you. Up at our cabin, I have. Two or three pro sport bags that are completely full of Johnny Campbell gear, pro sport. No gear. way. Yeah, because they That's just you, know, you just get t- tons of it. I, I probably I I gave most of it away to my buddies, but I mean I probably had like five bags from just that rally, and I you know I I it was like there was probably like two pairs of pants for every day. That's how much he gave us. That's awesome. Nuts. That's cool. So, but anyhow, um, yeah. So I think I wrote wore, wore, wore pro sport one time and i don't know what maybe moose the next time i don't remember i was i was a journalist yeah. so i was i was all over the place i didn't have sponsors i could wear whatever whatever i whatever i wanted and it was i and at the time a was making some really good gear it was really it was funny because it was really simple and and this is when yeah materials weren't really that good and the one thing a Cherby's knew how to do was like kind of the plastic and the and the the parts that they were selling triple the material stitching. To? Yeah. Triple <laughs> stitching. When people were doing double stitching and single stitching. Yeah. We did triple stitching back then. I still yeah. have some of that gear. I moved here in 2004. I have 2002, 2003 at Cherry's gear and I could wear it every day this summer and it will not wear out. Yeah. It's I thick still, and heavy I, though. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, back then, I mean, it, it, the, the materials would advance so much and some of the technologies and making them and yeah. stuff, but there was, there was a time when this is when a time when like companies like Thor and, and uh, I don't know if Fox was getting into it too much, but some of these other companies were just building all these injection molded pieces and trying to incorporate like protection parts and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, yeah, yeah I, I remember I wore that stuff cause I didn't, I, I wore it cause it was good. You know, that's a lot of times I have people vintage gear. I have the old vintage gear. That's yeah, the sexy awesome. shirt. Oh, you should wear that one. One night. I will. It'll be a drinking show. Okay. Yeah. What's the, uh, what's the All next right. question, Matt? Next question from our sheet is going to be, uh, it's about our, does the perfect motorcycle exist video? This is from hillbilly for Christ. Uh, the problem is the manufacturers have known issues and refuse to uh, resolve them. Another is this is not rocket science, and we know how to set up a great bike, but they all refuse to do it. Could it be planned obsolete? Op- uh, hillbilly for Christ is also a hillbilly conspiracy theorist, mm-hmm. <laughs> thinking that thinking that manufacturers uh, put known issues into bikes and then don't resolve them. I I can tell you with. A hundred percent confidence that they don't build problems 
into the bikes and they want the bikes to be, they literally want to deliver a perfect bike for everybody. And this is where Not the problem is off. This is, well, well yeah, they want to get sued. And they, but they yeah. want to, they want to have high performing motorcycle. And this is where it's, you, you've got to figure out, okay, high performing, but also good selling. So high performance and, and people will buy up into the performance. So you're not going to make it for actually the average, average customer. Cause the average, average customer is probably, if you built the bike for that guy, it's not going to get good reviews in magazines and it's, and it's not going to be perceived as the, as the best one because it's, it's built for the guy that's not the best rider. The best rider is built for the best bike. And this is why they race and they do all this other stuff. But the bikes that they're racing are nothing like the bike that you're, that you're buying. I mean, it kind of, well, production rule, but you know, to kind of take a step back, they, they, they kind of identify this target thing. And, and then, and then it's, it's like, at that point, how do you fit in with all the regulations you have to comply with if you're doing something that's like street legal or if something that's going to come in in the U.S. and going to be used OHV? There's stuff that they have to meet with, whether it's emissions or sound or whether it can have a light or not or, you know, is it a pure competition bike? And even if it's a pure competition bike, if it's, is it a motocross bike or is it a cross-country bike? And there's a big difference between those two bikes, the manufacturers, and they all have their own formula. Some of them do it for um, like cost reasons. You know, there, there's only certain things done for cost reasons. This is our motocross bike, except this and this. We're going to change the springs and, you know, maybe put a handguard on it. Something like this. Exactly. Uh, you know, when you're talking about it, yeah, when, yeah, when you're talking about an EXC, you know, a KTM EXC or, you know, a dual sport bike, you know, KTM just takes their motocross bike and strips it down and then, and then goes, okay, now we have to meet sound. So we're going to do this, this, and this. And, and some of that requires making it, less powerful, uh, definitely less horsepower than the things that people don't realize is like the tires that come on those bikes are for sound, not any other reason. The gearing that comes on those bikes, the gears in the transmission sound is probably the biggest determining factor in the transmission ratios. And then, so it's not like they're trying, they're just, they're giving you the best bike they can to fit within these, these regulations. Honda makes a whole new bike. Honda doesn't take their motocross bike. It kind of looks like it. It's the same shape. It's using very few similar some parts. Yeah, some things, but yeah, very but few, very few similar parts because their standard, the way that they want to build it, they can't do it from the motocross bike. They just, it's physically impossible. So they go to all these extra efforts to make the bike work the way it does. So I don't think they're trying, they're, they're trying to give you the best thing they can, but then it's like, well, how come they make the suspension suck? This is the one that everybody gets. It's like, well, if you're, if you are, uh, you know, let's just say, let's just say KTM 350. Let's just pull a bike out of the air. KTM 350 XC. Let's just say that bike. If you're 170 pounds and an intermediate level guy who's going to ride probably more back east style GNCCs, that bike is probably for you. And when I say 170 pounds, I also mean like normal average height. If you're an extra six inches tall or really short, it's yeah. not going to work. If you're 190 pounds or 140 pounds, not going to work right. And, and, if, and if, you, if you do get there and you're 170 pounds, you're like the perfect guy. I'm, not, I'm like kind of the perfect size. I'm a little fat right now, but I'm perfect you're size like for, for, for most bikes. <laughs> 
And, and so I hop on these bikes and, and they work really, really well, but I also know how to turn the clickers. And when they don't work properly, I turn the clickers a little bit. And for me, a lot of times I find that they, maybe they bottom out a little bit too easy. I don't ever really complain about them being too, I call them mushy or wallowy because I can kind of tune that out. Most, most bikes, different forks things, but you know, I play around with the clickers and then for sure I can make it better for me, but generally my setting is not that much better for everybody else. And if I took a bike and we've done this before, I've taken a bike and I've made it exactly for me. And I have one that's completely box stock and I have KTM 500 here like that. And I have a regular dude come out and ride them. And I, you know, if they don't look at the stickers or whatever, they don't pay too much attention. They hop on it more times often than not. And they think they're both modified, you know, they think they're modified or whatever. I'll say, Hey, which one'd you like better? They will like the stock one better than the modified one until they find out that the modified one is modified and then it gets better. Almost. Then it's better. Yeah, of course. Of course. So, so I, I don't think, yeah, I don't think, uh, yeah. Building bikes is not rock. It is rocket science, but it's not rocket science. Setting them up for the right person for everybody. That's tough. That is. (laughs) So that's what I think. Well, he did bring up now that, that, I actually do think it's kind of a valid question at the very end um, about planned obsoletes, obsolete, obsolescence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, big word. It's a big word. It, it is a big word. Uh, Matt's a physicist, not an English. Oh, major. geez. Um, but you know, you, you do see that, like in the software and tech industry. Um, so, uh, and I, I understand why they wouldn't do it. Uh, but would you think maybe they hold back on technologies, maybe to incentivize putting them into next year? Yes, for sure. There's so there's there's certain manufacturers that are on pretty religious schedules of how often they update certain bikes, mm-hmm. and there's technologies that are out there that are just kind of sitting there, and some of them are sitting on this stuff that they already know will work and can work, and 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 it's not until they're 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 driven to do it. One thing I like to do is I like to go back and ride my older bikes. I like to ride them that are two years older, three years older, seven years older, and see what I feel. Because sometimes I forget what that was like, and I go back and I hop on it. And you, you can see this a lot of times when a manufacturer brings a new bike out. It takes like three years to get it dialed, and then there's the, they have a fourth year with it, and then the next year they're going to a whole new a whole new thing. And it's it's not necessarily that, that that whole new thing is better. And I think this is where we're at. Like at the current, you're not, the bikes aren't going to get much lighter because it's just, it, it, the expense ratio is going to go way up unless some certain types of materials become way less expensive. We're, we're not going to be able to make them lighter. And that's where a lot of the, the trajectory has been lighter, but a lighter bike doesn't necessarily work better all the time. There's a point where lightness leads it to becoming a little bit, more dancey mm-hmm. and a little less stable sometimes stable feeling not less, less stable but they're and they're really not going to get a ton more power until there's another leap of uh you know again technology and whether that comes in fuels or hybrid metals. or metals yeah different you know you know stuff that you know that you can afford to put in a production motorcycle that that won't self-destruct like Stark, like Stark Industries has got the the new metals. Ooh, Stark Industries. What? I kind of, kind of, yeah. What Stark? 
So one of Brian and I, my uh, excellent uh, texting conversations came when he informed me that uh, he was going to be getting a Stark. It was like right after the announcement. And I don't, I don't remember the details on this, but I bet you that you can remind me what I, what I said when you, I think you said I'll be getting a Stark in November. Two years ago. 2020. Last year, last November. Yeah. Cause I, I put money on it. What? Early last year. I was it supposed to been. get it end of 22 and now it's end of 23. Y- yeah. It, no, it was it supposed to be end of 22. Or are we yeah. a whole year into this? It was, yeah. It was yeah. Uh, the original, the original delivery date was November of 22. Exactly. 22. Mm-hmm. 99 and, bucks down and you got to pay the rest right before it ships. And what, I mean, there's people out there saying, you know, it's a scam and this, and I'm, I don't no, think so. No, I don't, I, I don't think no, so. I know. I so, mean. So what, what did, what did I know. say when, when you said that? I, I, it was, it was, what was it the effect of? Good, you don't really good, swear on here, do you? <laughs> good, 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 it was it was something to the effect of good luck on it. I think it was like up. good luck. Um, yeah, that definitely. But you were right. You said something about suspension. They're like, how are they going to? You know, you you well, started rattling off stuff like there's no way they can come up with all the suspension when we have a shortage as it is now. And you were right. Yeah. Well, it was not in and and, and mm-hmm. I, I just got I got to I got to uh, set myself up to not get destroyed here because. Even even KTM, uh, they were t- yeah. telling me that I, that I'm set in my ways because I rode their electric bike, and they're like, "Oh, Jimmy, you're yeah. just set in your ways." And I'm like, "No, I'm calling it what it is." I I, I explained because I'm confused. That bike, that KTM Freeride E, confuses me, yeah. and it confuses mountain really? bike people, and it confuses it. It's confuses just dirt bike people. It confuses everybody. So not just me, but that's because I'm set in my ways. But when when Stark just came <laughs> out of nowhere, when Stark came out of nowhere with this 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 thing and (laughs) i'm the the stuff what they what they do in their little nucleus and what they're thinking and the stuff they've said it's all good it's all correct it's all right it's all stuff that could happen like when but right salesman oh yeah it's a good salesman (laughs) but you got to be sitting on a you've got to be sitting on a really good product that you can deliver i mean you if 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 you can't if you don't have anything to sell and you can you know whatever it's tough so so right away, I just went, okay, nothing that they said is impossible. 80 horsepower, not impossible. Uh, one hour charging, you know, one hour runtime, one hour charging, not mm-hmm. impossible. And, and especially not in, and I, and I told you this, I said, not in a year or a year and a half. I said, I understand, exactly. I know some things are kind of coming down the pipe. So it's a possibility, but, and, and this was kind of like, was COVID just kind of getting rolling or it was, or were we into it oh, already? We were, we were yeah, already I, years into I, it. I put, I put money on that bike December of 21. Okay. And they were, they were, they were pushing it mid 21. Okay. So that was, so that yeah, was, we were, yeah, we were deep in. Right in the middle. Yeah. We're deep. Right. We're masked up. And well, maybe so, not in <laughs> no, definitely not in Pahrump. Well, I mean, some people did. The, the, <laughs> So they they had their they had their their spin on it, but you know even without the supply issues that were coming and things, it was like you you would have had to have made some kind of headway, and maybe they didn't expect to have fifteen thousand people throw them a hundred bucks, 
Maybe that yeah. was kind of unexpected. And COVID. Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe and maybe COVID. They, and COVID, yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe but if you're going to make let's just say that they thought 5,000 people. You know that that'd be a good that'd be a good run of something kind of new and futuristic. Everybody wants the newest latest thing, 5,000. Let's go to 3,000. If you're going to make 3,000 yeah. of something, you need a 3 or so year lead time with most companies that can make the components that you need whether it's yeah. a frame or a suspension part or and now all of a sudden we're talking about this brand new kind of motor and uh-huh. I know I know some people in the 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 power delivery things I know some people in the battery things and I just said can you get 3000 of these and they're like well maybe <laughs> maybe Maybe if you let us know five years ago or something, or even if it's something that's brand yeah. new, a company that's just coming out of nowhere, you know, getting that kind of, you know, quantity and, and then, but the, so the chart, you know, the charge <laughs> speed, I'm just going, ah, it's a little vaporware for me. So, yeah. I, you know, all of a sudden I'm, I'm the bad guy for not, not believing in electric future, which I, I, I promise you that it's coming. It's, it's just coming for sure. You will, you will, when, when it's time, you will see KTM and Honda with a, let's call it a 450 power level motocross bike. You know, Honda's already shown and displayed a 250 size one, you you know, uh, KTM, they're kind of toying around They're They're, 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 they're really doing it. They're going to do it the right way. They're going to, they're going to build it in the minis. They're going to get the kids, Mm -hmm. get them used to it and just, just grow it up. But they can't even get their 85 sized one done because they can't get the parts and the supply. And, and, and right now there's a big evolution going on in batteries, big, big, it's going to be a big change. I don't know exactly what it is. I've just been told it's, you know, there's some materials that they're they're better, charge them quicker. They're not as explosive. They, you don't have to, you don't have to do high (laughs) voltage charging You can do lower voltage charging, just interchangeability, just things like this. And, uh, and, and as they do that, they're going to learn a little bit about it. And it, it's, it, it's evolving. Technology is evolving and I'm not against it. And it, I was not against you and your, your stark dreams. No, I know. I just, I did, I didn't want you to be bummed out last November. I, 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 I no. had to be the guy that, that told it like it was. <laughs> it's just, they, I don't know. I'm still borderline. I mean, 99 bucks, mm-hmm. hundred bucks, a hundred bucks still. I don't care, but I mean, they might be keeping my hundred bucks because it's, I want to get a I, different bike. Yeah. And, and I know, you know, like, like I said, now the promises are a little bit when, and I saw that date and that this doesn't even involve like setting up dealerships and, 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 you know, having spare parts and, and, you know, getting bikes homologated and, and made compliant for whatever they are. It's, but you know, when you, when, when you hear what they talk about there, they, they have a very utopian view of how they were going to go about things. I would love all their stuff. They were talking about having, you know, charging stations at tracks, quick charging stations, kind of like, you know, you, a little bit like what Tesla did. And everybody said, Tesla's freaking he's, crazy. Now he's been hanging out with Elon. Yeah. yeah he's yeah. hanging out with Elon or something. Huh? Yeah. It, but all great ideas. And, you know, and where that's going to go and none of the riders that rode the bike, and I don't think they ever really got to ride it in quote, 80 horsepower mode. Uh, they mm, were, they none of the, none of the test riders could ever really tell me much. And this is what pissed me off about that. All the guys that went over there. I asked them some very specific questions. They had no answers. And I'm like, what did you do when did didn't, they're like, oh, we rode around on, on a kind of like a golf course. And, uh, you know, <laughs> hey, the, the people I've talked to that rode them, they really, really liked them, though. 
I mean, I won't, yeah. I'll say names if you want, but like Don Maeda, he was really impressed and he's a picky son of a gun. And I mean, yeah. I am too with bikes. So it's like, I mean, he likes Kawasaki's. I like Honda's Yamaha's. So we're, you know, same, but different, but he really liked it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I everybody, every, everybody I talked to, um, was pretty impressed with it in, in certain ways and things, but they, they didn't really test it. This is the thing. They didn't yeah. really get to quote test it. They were, they were sort of, they were put out sort of in a, I want to call it field of dreams, but they were only allowed to ride them for a certain mm-hmm. amount of time. Cause the battery, the batteries overheat and then motor you know, engines have issues and things like this. So I would, what, what's his, um, what's his name? Picked it as his bike of the year over there at cycle news. He went all Cannondale on us. He, he pulled Jesse? the Ken Fod. No, not Jesse. Jesse didn't oh. ride it. Um, Ryan Nitson. Oh. Yeah. Ryan, uh, Ryan, he needs, to send me, he needs to send me a corner coach now that I brought that up, that he picked his bike there. He's going to, they're going to get a lot of letters on that one. <laughs> they need to bring back the letter section. <laughs> <laughs> did Just he do that? that? I'm he sorry. Did he really pick it as bike of the year? He picked it as his bike of the year. Yeah. And, and I'm a like. Cannondale I, type deal. Well, I mean, Where, like, it, it was. Not it, tested, not. <laughs> Well, he test he he got to ride it, but hey, if if it, I I hope that it's that impressive and it's that good, and and I hope that's why he chose it. But I always, especially when I was doing bike of the year kind of picks and things, it's like I always wanted to make sure it was something that that you know you could buy, you could ride. Um, yeah, you could, you could everyone, put as, you know, everyone bike, can bike of the future. You know, you could pick it as bike of the future. Or, that's or a better way of saying it. <laughs> it is. It, it really is. I mean, because I know what you'd want to do is ride the piss out of it, try to break it, and then see how long my battery lasts, and then yeah. go charge the battery, and then go ride it again, and do it probably ten times. This is why. I did, <laughs> this, this is this is large. Well, number one, I probably wasn't invited to the intro because of the stuff I was saying. Like, I, I was just straight up from the get go, just like I told you. I'm like. They are going to have a hard time delivering on these promises, some of which are they're they're theoretically possible, currently mm-hmm. not a, an option. And uh, but you know, like but you weren't traveling out of that country at the time too, though. That was I. All I wasn't. There's no way I was going to go. I didn't care where it was. I wasn't. No, I, no. I would travel. I would travel there to go ride it if I was actually going to get to test it. But. I kid you not, and and this this is for almost all brands that do introductions over in Europe. You do a European style introduction. So imagine it's like going to the buffet line at the at the casino, and you 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 funnel down through this thing, and you get up there, and then you can then you can walk out, and you can grab one thing, grab a bike, you can ride it for one lap and park it, and then you grab another bike and ride it for a lap and park it, and grab it for another, and and then you then you go and get in the back of the line, and yeah, you know get a new plate Gear and wait again. And yeah. it's not, it's not, yeah. it's not testing. No, no suspension changes. No, nothing. It's not testing. And, mm-hmm. uh, I, I kind of, even when I was a dirt rider, I refused to go to these things unless I was going to get a bike that I could ride and, and test. And they're like, no, you're going to ride our whole model line in two hours. <laughs> the rest of the time, you know, you wake up, you go to a special breakfast, they take you on a tour bus and you look at some pretty buildings and then you get to the track at like noon and then from noon to two, you ride the bikes and then you're back in the truck and then you go on a, a, a boat, a boat, and they feed you some nice food and you stay in a really nice hotel. And then they introduce you to all their team riders. And the next day you go back to the track and all the team riders ride the bikes around and then you take po- pictures of them. And this is a, this, is a, bike, this, is a, this is a European you're still jet lag. bike test. Yeah. And you're still dealing with jet lag for a few days. <laughs> I'm just hung over. Cause I didn't yeah. get to ride. I, didn't, <laughs> I always have I didn't. jet lag for a day or two when I go there. I'm like, okay, don't talk to me for three days. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's, that's why, 
you know, unfortunately, that's why it's tough to, 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 you know, do these kind of tests and stuff. And I, I, I wouldn't yeah. have gone unless I said I could really ride it and test it. And I wanted, I wanted to see the bike get charged. I wanted to know how they were charging mm-hmm. it and, and, you know, different things. This is what you should do. So they, they said we could get one when they bring them over here. So we'll cool. see. I mean, they're, they're, they're still confident. Still no, they're confident in the bike. Still, still no, no gray color. No gray. no communication. No gray and no communication. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to get that phone call. They were supposed to call me. But they said, everyone, tool- everyone. Did, did, did they send you a toolkit? Those come with the bike, Jimmy. Come on. Uh, I thought. I thought they. <laughs> I, they gave you, I, th- I thought like in November last year they sent you. They sent you a toolkit. They said they're going to give you a free. That's so toolkit. funny. <laughs> no, I saw people talking about that, and they're like, "I'm just going to bring up the cost of the bike," and it's like, dude, <laughs> isn't? Well, I guess KTM data they don't include that anymore, really, do they? They started cutting back on toolkits and yeah, manuals did, and stuff. But did they tell you? Did they tell you what it was going to cost? I mm. got the cheapest, the lowest price, like what twelve thirty. 12, nine, 13 grand. Okay. And now it's 14 for the one uh-huh. I got the 80 horsepower, no kickstand, 19 inch huh. normal rear brake. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 uh, more power to them. I really do hope they show up and I'm, I'm, I'm really more interested to see what this triumph is. This is, the yeah, I know. It, I know this is, this is the one I'm interested in. Does, and, uh, and, and you know, there's it? one more manufacturer coming up. Beta. No, no, no. Um, um, I want to sound stupid. Uh, well, ba- shoot, ba- Lamborghini. Ba- or, no, it's like a Italian Lamborghini or. Oh, not I a mean, not I'm, not not Bomoda. No, no, I Phantom? swear it's like something weird. No, like Lamborghini or something. Oh, they're huh? making. I'm serious. Yeah, I don't know about this. I haven't been. Yeah, uh, is it all over the it, internet someplace? No, no, just some, check out <laughs> some Twitter. Um, no, uh, True Social. No, it's, um, I just read it somewhere and it, I think they, is that the company that recently got their, uh, homologation deal for MX1, MX2? I know Triumph did, mm-hmm. but they're working on it. Yeah. 12K yeah. was the early price. Yeah. Um, no, I saw something right. 12K was the early price. Yeah. Yeah. I think I paid 12 or I think it was 12, nine though. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, there's another manufacturer coming up. Yeah. That's so we're going to have what? 15, I, no, holy crap. I, I, I just, I just think from a business standpoint and stuff, why you would get into, I think if you're looking at it as a, as a promotional tool only not to make money, but you know, to promote other exactly. things that you have in your brand and stuff like that. You think about supercross, especially a little bit of motocross is a great, I mean, the amount of spectators that they get and, and the, you know, it, it gets pretty decent TV coverage for what a small rinky dink sport we are. And it's a, it's a, it's a way you can showcase super high performance at, you know, at an affordable price. There's a lot, there's a lot of advantages to, to, to motorcycle racing, especially, you know, motocross and off-road because Mm -hmm. it's so much about the rider, you know, the rider I feel can override the bike as well as you can get a rider as a head case and they can ruin your bike. (laughs) (laughs) They can ruin a perfectly good bike too. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's my thing. Hey, we got to take a little break, don't we? Yes, we do. So we're going to take a quick little break, and we're going to come back with our second half of the show, Brian. So uh, hang on, and right. uh, you guys enjoy these uh, small commercials from our sponsor sponsors and support the people that support uh, the sport and the show. So see ya. 
What's up, Moto Buddies? Mike here from Taco Moto Co. What is the Taco Touch? It's the best service in the industry. Virtually 24-7 tech support via email or text. And it's like having a dirt bike doctor on call every day of the year, helping you fix your bike or recommend parts or setups for you. If you've ever received an order from us, you know that the Taco Touch extends to our fulfillment and our orders come with the coolest stickers that you've ever had, uh, buying parts from anybody before, and a handful of root beer barrel candies. Um, all of our Taco Moto Co. branded components come with a no questions asked lifetime warranty, and we'll even extend out the warranty of other manufacturers, OEM, and aftermarket parts where we can, sometimes for life. We test and tune endlessly and exhaustively and obsessively. We're trying to destroy everything that we can before you get your hands on it to look for weaknesses and to improve it or to make recommendations to the manufacturer. And if it's something that doesn't uh, meet grade, then we don't offer it on the store. Everything that we carry is something that we have personally used, tested, and ridden, and raced, and nose meets uh, the high taco touch demanding standard. Go out and get some adventure. And we're live. We are back. So enjoy all of our sponsors. They help bring you this show. We are here with Brian Fullerton from Acherby's USA. And Brian wants to know if we're going to talk about Dakar. Actually, believe it or not, just during during that, yeah, we can talk about it. So just during that, okay. I, I got a, um, a text from Johnny Campbell. Okay. Um, kind of give me the update on um, Ricky. So basically... Um, he's in good spirits for what happened. He had a big crash somewhere around kilometer 240 and, uh, he was knocked out and, uh, Luciano Benavides came by. I actually saw Luciano's interview on the TV and he said, Oh, Ricky was a little bit like this. And so if the Benavides brothers say you're a little bit like this, you're probably really like that. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, but that he was he was complaining about a lot of neck and shoulder pains. Uh, the CT scans came back um, negative, but uh, it's uh, he's pretty uh, pretty sore, and I think he's um, I think they're gonna fly back pretty soon. But uh, yeah, He'll be fine. super. That they it seems all like extremities it. and okay, yeah, good. seems yeah, like he it. He didn't text me back. Yeah, it's uh, um, it's. I mean, it's, I mean, I just so bummed for Ricky because, you know, it's something you train for all year totally. and it's, it's, it's the one, you know, it's the one race and, but it can mm-hmm. happen to, uh, happen to anybody. So, um, yeah, bummed. And for, so, uh, so people Ricky. know you, you can get the, you can get the update on, um, uh, Peacock. The TV show. Yeah, yeah. Right. So yeah. you can watch the daily updates. Of course, they're all over YouTube. Yeah. Um, the the Dakar organization Dakar organization is putting it out, and there's a few guys that are I've seen that are doing a really good job of grabbing the press clips. So they're going, okay. they're they they're get, grabbing the team press clips and then putting them together, assembling them into a show. So there's a there's a lot of I mean it's amazing where it's come. I remember when <laughs> back when I was doing it, like every three or four days, my dad would get a fax. <laughs> Tell us how we were oh, the, doing the fax machine. Oh, yeah, they'd gosh, send, they'd be right. able we'd be able to send out a fax and tell them how it was, yeah. how it was doing. It was like it's like twenty bucks a page or something crazy to send out a fax from That's Africa. Classic. So now they're um, they're racing they're racing stage four right now as we speak, or they're finishing it. And then when does stage three pop up on Peacock for us to watch? Um, like I don't know. I've been I've been watching. So usually by the middle of the day, so around mm-hmm. noon our time, so noon uh, West Coast time, 
the 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 summary, the stage summaries and stuff are live on, up on YouTube. So I imagine the Peacock thing would be sometimes they're a day behind, but I don't I don't okay, know. There must be a day. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the third one comes out tonight. It would probably be tonight. So one. yeah. So it, it okay. essentially I think the way that would work on the regular TV it would be so tonight would be what happened last night our time, but yesterday for yep. for them. So they're they're essentially racing uh, not right now, but pretty soon. Uh, they'd be they would actually uh, eight o'clock, so it's seven o'clock over seven o'clock. They're they're yeah, the first guys are off in the morning, they're racing. So and, but they they race stage so racing four right now, but three they cut early because of, of weather because of, because of the range yeah they it, had to they had, they had to ground the helicopters so um uh because of the what mason mason klein and um skyler were they didn't talk they, anything about weather was they weird. finished yeah they'd already finished they, yeah they, they finished happened. but they oh so like okay, so for it. instance like paul neff actually <clears throat> finished paul's running around 50th or 60th place paul actually finished the stage and and then they canceled it and cut off a lot of people early you know, so so oh, this wow. is the this is, so so a lot of the really slow guys actually got to you know there was some rivers basically that formed out there and they couldn't they didn't want them going through them so they diverted them off out to a highway and then they got to kind of cut back in, but this is this is the stuff that happens on on rallies you know in the middle of a uh, on the middle of um, stages things happen and there's there's been stages where you know whether it was dust storms or different things and you just never know. So yeah, sometimes the guys at the front have no idea what's going on at the back. <laughs> it's a whole wasn't different, there, whole different wasn't race. There, wasn't there one year like some weird thing, like a civil war or some kind of a weird, like something really bad down there, dangerous? Um, in, years ago, well, <laughs> when, when I did it, we rode we rode across the Mauritanian frontier, which was essentially between Morocco and Mauritania, or. There was a country that was kind of developing called Western Sahara is right along the Algerian border. It was a, it was a literally a frontier and we rode past, we rode through a mine cleared path. And when one guys were in uniforms in one color with guns pointing one direction and, and a uh, half a mile away, there was guys in other color uniforms, gun pointing the other direction. And we went across the frontier and, and it was gnarly. And they're like, don't get off you the did. edge of the road. And don't look at anyone. <laughs> no, you did. And you did Paris, Dakar. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was, did, a, it was the Tyree, African yeah. one. Yeah. The African one. Yeah. So, yeah. I went, so, so Granada, Dakar, I did. I did Paris to Dakar. No, it was the second one. No, no. Granada, Dakar, Dakar, Agadez, Dakar. Then I did Dakar, Cairo. And then I did Paris to Dakar. So, a few different five, they, they've, all, they've always four three and a half really um they always they always change yep. it they always change it up a little bit so yeah that's uh so that's rick ricky's gonna come home yeah he'll he'll be he'll be home hopefully yeah no i mean I'm, i don't know I, I think he'll be coming back pretty soon i think they're just trying i mean you don't yeah. the worst thing to do is to have it hang around there after something like that happens <laughs> yeah that's horrible so Anyways, uh, yeah, but um, Mason's doing pretty impressive. Uh, Skyler's yeah. right up there doing stuff. Um, Mason's all head to toe at Jerby's. Do you see that? Really? Heads. I saw. Yeah. I saw you. I saw he was wearing the big, uh, the big, uh, the shirt, kind yeah. of like the one you have on right there. I said it is actually. I didn't do that on purpose. I promise I didn't. I really <laughs> truly didn't. But um, no, that's great. That's great. I wish he was wearing our metallic shirt, but it's okay. 
<laughs> so, um, yeah, but you know, this is a show we don't talk about racing ever unless it's about me <laughs> racing. Just kidding. <laughs> we have some racers on here. We get some guys every once in a while. Uh, Gotta talk about Ricky. Gotta talk about our brother. Is <laughs> it's just uh, you know I I it just sucks. it it's it well it it sucks because you know, I I remember the year his bike broke on the last stage, and and that was a miserable miserable year. Like it just because the whole time is like what could have been what should have been. At least this happened a little bit, um, a little bit of you know out of the. You know, you you weren't really even into the race. The race really hadn't even started. You know, it's it's gonna. Yeah. I and and I I kind of I you know I don't know because I'm not there, but uh, I kind of see that some guys are sort of really expecting this race not to start for a while, and they're just sitting back and you know trying to keep themselves composed. And I think that's why mm-hmm. you're seeing a little bit of what you're seeing. But uh, and then you know you yeah. see the the the, right. the experienced guys, and and for those who don't know, Ricky, yeah hasn't dnf a dakar from crashing like this so mm-hmm. this is uh this is kind of kind of unexpected but you know <laughs> when you lock that log that many miles all those times it it it's going to come sometime or another so glad he's not yeah. uh, too 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 beat up and in Sunderland, yeah yeah and it's the same thing so you have the number one and number two yeah. riders from last year are gone out and both those guys know how to manage races sam has a little bit uh better track record of winning and then crashing out (laughs) (laughs) i hate hate, hate (laughs) to say it but uh but um you know ricky's always been there always you know kind of been up in the up in the front unless he's having mechanical stuff so yeah Yeah, good good times um do you have a way too early winner picked like a way too early no, I was just voting for Ricky. I was just hundred percent, hundred percent in for RB, and uh, yeah. didn't didn't really care. Now I kind of don't. I kind of want to take a couple of days off. I don't even want to watch it. It just pissed me off. <laughs> it, was, it was interesting. On, know, me on too. The uh, on the highlights, uh, they actually did mention like, oh yeah, some of these guys are uh, charging a little too hard for this early in the race. Yeah, Jimmy, would you explain that? I I was I saw the same thing, and he says the racers were like, oh, I, I went too fast, I went too hard. Like, what do they want to slow down now? I don't get it. They don't want to well, win the stage. Um, I, you know, it's so they're they're the the bikes are completely different. They're racing essentially motocross bikes with big gas tanks on them. They're and they're they're. It's amazing how fast they can ride these bikes and how hard they can ride them through stuff. And when you see they, you see them kind of getting pitched and kicked around and stuff like that. That's okay if you're doing like a three hour GNCC. But they're doing uh, four. I think this, they're doing four hours and five hours, and that bike is not. Even though it's like a, it's not doesn't act like a motocross bike when it's full of gas. And generally, the whole time you're riding it, it always has a half a tank in it. You know, it's full. It's a lot. It's a lot of weight when you're t- dealing with a a pretty yeah. light bike overall. Now that's 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 carrying probably thirty percent of its weight in fuel. You know, maybe twenty, pretty amount, so significant amount of weight and fuel, and that thing starts buck, bucking around and kicking, and yeah, and uh, yeah, and you know, and the, the one thing about desert racing that that I will say I've noticed over the years is you can you can throw hail marys and pin it, and it rewards you a lot. You don't necessarily need the like balls outweigh skill <laughs> quite a bit. 
in, in desert racing mm-hmm. and, and you can, you can get away with it until you don't get away with it. And then it, and then it bites you. So, um, I think, you know, when some of these guys that know better that have been doing it, that have had a couple of big ones that, that remember, you know, how quickly it comes, you know, you feel great right until the time yeah. you're doing, you know, cartwheels or your bike lands on top of you and stuff like this. And sometimes you walk away from it. Sometimes you don't, you know, and it's, uh, I mean, yeah, so it's out there doing their whole, they're purposely holding back. That's what Mason was saying. He said he was pushing too hard, riding too hard, riding too fast. Uh, oh, I don't, did he, is that what he said? I, it, I, yeah, and the I, announcer was kind of saying that too. I, I mean, I don't know. I thought, I mean, unless they don't want to start first the next day or something, I don't, I don't get it. I didn't understand all that. Well, well, yeah, there's, there's a lot of strategy in, in, um, where you finish determines your start position. And they, they have, they have a kind of a, a bonus system to give you time back if you do start up front. Cause they want it. They want these guys to race, but unfortunately mm-hmm. the way that this race is working now, it's more about having the right strategy. The best thing to do is finish fifth every day on the stage, just finish fifth and don't lose a bunch of time to the guys in front. Yeah. Just because you'll never yeah. have to open. You can follow tracks. And right now when the ground's wet, it's so easy to follow tracks. And I was even watching yeah. in the video today. Um, the opening car tracks were there. And we would pray for opening car tracks because all of a sudden, then you then you, it was always confirmed. You wouldn't use them to navigate, but it would confirm your navigation. So opening cars, the guys that ran the stage a couple of days before that were verifying the roadbook, they have to make sure the roadbook's correct. So, um, you know, I saw opening car tracks in almost every video, even when the guys that were opening. And it's like, oh, pff, then it, then it's not really that difficult to open because there's not a lot of confusion. And, you know, maybe I might have to check yourself a little bit on waypoints, but in between you can, you know, you can pin it. And, uh, and so it's, it's, yeah. So with a wet desert and, and, uh, it, you know, cause usually in a dry desert, the opening car tracks disappear, like the wind blows and it's gone. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's all I know. So <laughs> an analogy popped into my head when you were saying like the best, the best thing to do is like finish fifth every day. Yep. Uh, It'd be kind of similar to what you see at like uh, Tour de France races where the guy who actually is winning the race, he's nowhere near the, like he's not near the front until the very end. Not doing breakaways. There's yeah. certain days when you decide to do a breakaway, mm-hmm. you know, where, where you can do time, but there's so many good guys now. You're there. There's, there's 10, 12 guys at, that, that, that are going the pace and they're all going the pace and they're pushing each other, pushing each other. It's not like, you know, some times where there was one or two or three real heavy favorites and those guys would just jostle around and if those guys and, and like I said, these guys are racing hard and fast every day. And I remember there was tempos and flows when I was racing, and we our stages were six hundred kilometers long. Sometimes the stage, the racing stage, was that long, and and you you you're not going to pin, especially on a on a four hundred twenty pound motorcycle, cylinders hanging out the side. Right. <laughs> you know you don't you don't That's go right. motocross that Sounds you don't like go motor, you don't go motocross that thing for very long. You're, you're going to get tired. I used to go for training. I'd go take that thing and race Grand Prix in Southern California on it. And in in a forty five minute Grand Prix, I would get way more tired than I would ever doing a ever doing a stage. You know because you'd be like moto in it to a bit. But that's going to worry. I I learned that you can't you can't fight that bike. You just have to ride it. So did you ride it at Carlsbad Grand Prix? Uh, no, I think Carlsbad was closed by then. Yeah. I think yeah. I, the Christmas Grand Prix, right? 
Yeah, I'm old enough to have ridden there. <laughs> oh yeah, I I used to race there every Saturday. Yeah, yeah. I used to used yeah. to when I first started working at Cycle World. You know, I was down there in Orange County, and it was just a quick drive. We go race moto and yeah. Saturday morning, and head out and go surfing straight. Just straight down, by the ocean, straight down Palomar Road. Just go to that little jetty yep. down there and surf there in the afternoon. <laughs> remember that? Good, remember the commotion times. by the ocean? Life's a beach T-shirts. Yeah, all those good old days. Yep. I used to flag when I was like eight years old that was awesome that's cool so weston Ro- weston rogers said i wish my battery material wasn't mined by children in the congo well i don't think anybody <laughs> oh really wants to so that's i no. think that's a stark stab i think what stark's probably getting it from outer space or the, you know i think so i think a lot i think a lot of it is being imported right here through the spaceport just across the hill in Pahrump. that's where the aliens come in it, so. yeah exactly it is yeah. Tony hey, Stark. You, yeah. You watch you watch you our TV show, don't you? You see all this stuff that happens in town. In town. Oh, on Patrol Live every Friday and Saturday. <laughs> you tried to get me to get on that show. You're like, Jimmy, go race Jimmy your just dirt bike go, up down quiet. the street. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy. Jimmy, they're gonna come by. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't want I don't wanna I don't wanna be on that show. <laughs> uh, no, you don't product, actually. If you product. are though, I'll let you know. Uh, yeah. Well, no. I thought I thought the plan was because it's live, right? The, yeah. Uh, the plan was. The plan, yeah. yeah well, it's not live. Oh. Oh. I was gonna say I if it's live, so. the plan was. I mean, you were it, is, call, it is. You were, you were gonna call me when something was going on, and I was gonna go be that guy in the back, and I was gonna like wave. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe pop William a motorcycle around the back. <laughs> see if they could chase wear, me. <laughs> wear a whole pink, new episode. Wear your, uh, dude, sexy you can wear sexy shirt. Boom. If I get my sexy shirt, is there is there a bonus? Is there a, a win bonus if I get my sexy shirt on that show? I'll sponsor the show. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm, joking. We'll we'll do, I'm just joking. I mean, hey. no, we will figure it out. But <laughs> product product of the week. This is, this is this is I have to do a yeah. product of the week because I was actually really impressed by something that I that I that I used to not like. It was it was the climb Dakar jacket. I've never, ever been a fan of their Climb Dakar jacket. And so um, I got one for, they said it's a new and improved. And I'm like, no, I don't really want, I like, I like the the latitude. And there's a couple, I use this pullover, this, um, the power cross pullover, my favorite jacket. And they're like, no, got to try the Dakar. Got to try the Dakar. So they sent it and I'm kind of in, uh, yeah, whatever. And I said, so the other day, I pulled it out of the bag and put it on. And because it's not, it's not a waterproof. It's kind of like not a real climb thing because it's it's not all waterproof and super technical. It's actually quite a bit lower price, but it does have zip off sleeves, which I like. I like having the ability to make a vest. Put it on. I'm like, hey, it like because the old one felt like you were getting into a box. It wasn't. It wasn't Uh-oh. cut right. It was kind of, I don't know. It just wasn't. And as much as I complain about it, and, and but anyways, I put this thing on. I'm like, holy crap! So I put it on. And uh, went right. So I think I wore it when I rode with Trevor that whole day. Mm-hmm. I forgot I had it on. And every no time way. I reached, every time I reached for a pocket, the pocket was exactly where the pocket should have been. Mm-hmm. And the stuff that was in there was exactly, wow. you know, so, and, and this is, this is the kind of thing, this is how I know I like something is I completely forgot about it. And it has enough stuff to where it's, it's kind of protective and it was war- just warm enough and it just zip it down. It was cool enough, all that stuff. So really, and then I wore it, Yesterday when I went right, actually I was wearing this underneath, just this, and I and I, I did sleep in it. So uh, it's my bad for a couple of days. <laughs> so I wore this underneath in that jacket on top, 
And uh, again, a whole, I was kind of moto and I was doing some of the sand tracks and stuff. And I was like, this is, I forgot I had it on. And at the end, I, t- I took, I t- I'm like taking a jacket off and I'm going, I was wearing a jacket today and not the power cross one. So anyways, super After stoked it, on huh? the, on the wow. climb Dakar jacket. I'm, I'm going to start wearing it, which is, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I don't, I, it's, it's, but it's not waterproof. So I'm, I probably, well, see, they put a good water repellent stuff on it, but like the power cross is like a snow piece. It's for this, for this, uh, snow biking, the sled guys and stuff. So you know that that I snowboard in that thing. It's, it's that wow. awesome. And so, but anyways, uh, yeah, just wanted to throw out, thanks climb. Thanks climb for, and climb does support the show. Let me just make a disclaimer. Climb supports the show. They support me. Uh, I help them with the product development and stuff. And, and I had nothing to do with that product development as far as I can tell, other than I complained about every old one. And this one, you complaining? No. Wait, yeah. What? No. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. It's, it's, no. it's constructive okay, criticism, it, Brian, constructive it is. criticism. It is. You know, something I really can't I complain, complain about. From you. Uh, you know, something I really can't complain about is, and I think a lot of people talk about this is like the fit of a Cherby's plastic. It's good. Thanks, Jimmy. Yeah, it's good. Thank you. Yeah, it's nice. So I, I always know, because I, I, I have a lot of different stuff going around. And I always know when I get the Acherby stuff, it's pretty much going to bolt right on. It's just going to, like on the, KTM, on the KTM stuff, it just slides and goes into place. Um, yeah, so uh, good. Uh, it better. We'll go back and make it make it better. Yeah. Like, like Seriously, the, uh, we'll do that. D- oh, well, I did that little, I got to, I got to do, I got to, I got to um, get my Tenere vlog yeah. updated because that no. skid plate, that skid plate is by far and away, one of the best, most Sano, easy to bolt on skid plates I've ever used in mm-hmm. my entire life. Like it. Thank you. Yeah. Clip, clip. Like you told me, like you had that first one and you were like, you're, you know, you, we didn't know how long it was going to take for the second one. Right. Right. Well, so first one I got one, I got one of the early ones no. for the, for the older, yep. for the older Tenere. Mine's a new one. So that's you right. Said, hey, you're right. I need, yep. I remember I told you, I said, I need something. You said, no, I want you to wait for the newest one, the one for that bike. And I'm like, no, I need something now. And I made it work and it worked. And it, it probably saved <laughs> my, it saved my exhaust system, some dings and dents, the old one. Actually, I should give that away. Can yeah. I give it away? Please. Okay. I'm going to give Sign it away. It, though. Okay. Like, so here's the, here's the, here's the nugget in the show. Oh, I'll autograph. If you have a Tenere, send me a picture of you next to your Tenere. And I will send you an Acherby skid plate, especially it'll work on the 23, but it, 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 no. and it'll work on, it'll work on the old no. one. It does. I modified it. Remember? If you, yeah. If you modify it. Okay. I modified okay. it. And it's okay. fine. The, 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 the cat kind of does touch it in that one spot where the cat is, but I, I modified yeah. it and, and, and made it, it's, it's good. It'll go on a 23, but it'll go much better on an older one. It'll go right yeah. on the older one. And yeah, it, that's it, what it's for. Yeah, you yeah. won't even you you won't even know. Although I've modified it, it's kind of a little different, but it'll still protect everything it needs to protect. It's good. So if you need a Tenere skid plate, I will send. It has all the parts. It's simple. This one's actually pretty simple to bolt on, but the new one is insane. Actually, you'll probably get this bolted on, and you go, God, Jimmy talked about that other one so much nicer. I'm going to buy one of those, and then I'm going to give this skid plate to my other buddy. This skid plate can just get handed on to other people just to get them. It's kind of like down. the fir- first hits free. Yeah, <laughs> I, and I and I still have nineteen of the old one in stock. So if you need any, let me know. Yeah, for an older year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for no, the older year. But then, yeah. but the new one, I told, there, um, talked to Damon Bradshaw today, and he was, he was, uh, he's like, I got the skid plate. I'm like, yeah. What do you think? He's like, 
I haven't put it on yet. And I'm like, come on, man. And I'm like, oh, Jimmy, I'm like, Jimmy said it took send, 10 minutes. Send, send him my video. I got to talk to him. We got to go. I want to go riding with him this summer. You're no, you're coming up we, here. We are he going. wants to go down there. Okay. But he wants to go down there, but no, no, you guys are going to come here because oh, we're well, going to film this. Same thing. Yeah. So, uh, wanna, uh oh, yeah, you, so, you guys are going to be riding the T7s and then Bob Lowry will be riding his new, um, he got a new beta. 22, 200 RR. Oh, that's a great ride. Yeah. It's his first two strokes since the nineties. I think that was uh yeah. Yeah, He likes it. I, uh, another friend of mine, Brian Lopes, famous mountain bike guy called me up and Uh said, he's thinking about about getting, uh, getting the, uh, Beta two hundred. He said he saw he he said he saw, my, he saw he saw my review and this is this is what people do they they saw my review and they call me is yeah. that what you really think I'm like every yeah. last word I do the same like, thing I, I I don't I yeah. don't I don't not not sugarcoating anything here but yeah that's he's he's like well anything and he's gonna get he wanted to get the factory edition or the one with the better suspension I'm like hey the one I rode had really the, the race edition yep don't be bummed out because it says sacks or whatever they call it beta just the beta fork and well, stuff like it they're it's well, really if you know how to click them, rode? they're fine. I rode. The, I did not ride the KYB. One. I rode, rode the Sax one. Yep, and I was totally happy. That's what Bob got. That's what I'm gonna. I'm gonna yeah. try that one. What, and yeah, I think we're we're the, definitely starting to. Um, you go ahead. I think in the and you can you can interrupt me. I told you this. And go ahead. Just dive right. In. Yeah. The the uh, the I I think I talked about what we did with the suspension on that. But the biggest thing with the beta is break it in. Put 10, 15 hours on it. You do your clickers, get your clicker set, and then send it off and have your suspension serviced. Don't modify it, service mm-hmm. it, and then see if your settings are still the same and everything. And you might be really surprised with how good that stuff works. They used to have problems with the rear shocks fading, doesn't anymore. The front forks used to be a little mm-hmm. inconsistent, not anymore. I think they're I yeah, it's I, it's I probably think... not the same level as like a Showa or a, a, you know the Sash Showa KO. on the other yeah. on the other bikes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I, I think they're getting better. Just like everything, materials are getting better. Their understanding of stuff is getting better. I might get hated and you know some horrible stuff. I I just have a weird idea that I think Beta is just going to start nipping at the heels of uh, that Austria that Austrian brand. Yeah, yeah. I think I really uh, do. I I've I've always said that they've they've kind of held their own in. They were always a little mm-hmm. bit heavy, but like we talked about earlier, like light isn't always the best thing, and there's certain exactly it, they they used to have counterbalanced two-stroke motors beta did way before ktm really and and, and wow. then they took it out they took it out for weight and stuff so they that company has has just they don't change stuff unless they need to and they're they're very thoughtful about how they how they do it and they you know it's like they, they they move kind of slow but the stuff seems to work i've been yeah. really happy with most of the betas that i've that i've ridden so yeah but nothing we'll can be as good as a Go ahead. What a Sierra 450RX, I know. I so I struggled with the 450RX and the X that I rode the other day, and that was the new the new Wait, RX. You, you did ride the new X. The new RX. RX. Okay. Oh, the new RX. Okay. X is the same. X is, okay. hasn't changed, but the new RX. Uh, I actually liked it better than the X for trail riding, mm-hmm. and which which really surprised me because usually I do not like the kind of aggressive bikes for trail riding, but. I think yeah. what happened is is I've I've been getting used to lighter and lighter bikes. I've been riding more two strokes lately, and then I hop back on the X, and I'm like, oh, this is kind of heavy. RX is kind of light, but it has kind of a stiffness and a rigidity. And we actually retorqued all the bolts on the 
on the frame, you know, loosen up the swing arm pivot and all that stuff. Cause those bikes, sometimes you do, you, you loosen them up and settle them back in and they act a little bit different. And, uh, it's, it's just, I, I literally, I told Trevor since he lost all the video footage, bring those damn things back out so I can go ride it back to back with some of the stuff I was riding the other day. Cause I really want to know, I want to know, I, I, want to figure out what it what it is because i i liked those yeah. bikes before and i was kind of it was funny that i was actually struggling with them so flavors just different flavors yeah so. i like it i like that i mean i, I ride it up in i uh, ride here in idaho for trail riding and um little open desert and then where we park the cars when we go on a couple or certain trail ride um there's a motocross track so i'll do like a cool down motocross ride <laughs> yeah <laughs> on the bike and, and yeah i mean it, and that's it's fine that's, that's what that's what that like the question we we get the question all the time. It's like okay, you know X or RX, and it's like yeah. if you if you're gonna do the track at all, RX, hundred percent. Yeah, you know that that's the thing. If you're if you're not gonna do the track, then it's X, and so it's just yeah, exactly. It's, just, it's the, the versatility. You know, you just get you get to have a bike that'll do more things. So Matt, exactly. it's time, I is, think it's time for Rooster Endo. It's Rooster Endo time. So. Yeah. This, yeah, Brian, are you, f- so you're familiar with this. Uh, yeah. So what we're going to have, have one of these are, bikes, <laughs> are you, are you going to, uh, so, so these people entertain us with their motorcycle. We entertain mm-hmm. them with our thoughts about their motorcycle. And then we reward the one that gives us the most entertainment with a hundred dollar gift certificate from Takamoto, mm-hmm. where you can get almost anything you need for almost any bike, but specifically Dang. KTMs and Huskies and gas casks. Yep. <laughs> Specifically, but they have they. I wanted to give it to the kid with a TTR one twenty five. Actually, I need to get uh, Dwayne. I need to get Dwayne on the phone, and I'm going to figure out how to get a hundred dollar gift certificate out of that guy, mm-hmm. so he can get a big bore kit, so he can be just like Jimmy Lewis when he rips that TTR one twenty five. Yeah, that kid was that kid was awesome. I can't believe you denied him the money. You want to pass me that? list? So you need the list here. Funny. Yeah, they they. I picked a girl, so they figured we were just like on special needs because I picked a girl and I picked a kid, and then they went straight to the guy that needed it the most. So, is he going to get to see this bike? So I sent him the list already, actually. Oh, nice show. So this is from I got the list in front of me. Yeah, Greg Edinger, a 2017 FE350 with 16,000 miles. Whoa, uh, blaze tuned. Blaze, blaze tuned. There we go. Fastway end cap and silencer. I'm going to assume factory connection air boot, Trail Tech Voyager Pro, Baja Designs XL Pro, DID Gold X Ring Chain, Renthal Sprockets, Cycra Pro Band hand, uh, hand guards, Pro Taper Pastrana, uh, let's see, OX Hydra LHRB. He, he, uh, Left hand rear brake. There we go. Uh, oh. Recluse Radius, uh, Race Tech Suspension includes stiffer springs, Shark Fin Ties. A uh, molecule skid plate, a Cherubis plastic, a Cherubis frame guards, double take mirrors, hammerhead five uh, shifter, and a Shirai battery. And he did not know that you were going to be on the show when he submitted this. So those are those are organic a Cherubis really? plugs there. So, yeah, no, we didn't we didn't advertise. We, we always keep the guests kind of a little bit secret. Yeah, yeah. honestly, Cause, cause, that's nice. Well, well, usually because they bail like about ten minutes before the show. Like you're the opposite. You, I tried to bail on you, and you got you got me going. Yeah, and then, you're the one who was wasn't feeling good, and had didn't have a good day, and I was ready. I was waiting all day. Yeah. Yep. Jerry Bernardo <laughs> wants you to know that he designed the logo oh. behind you. Yes, Jerry Bernardo did. <laughs> Will we get to talk about a Cherbies later. Huh? What's yeah. a Cherbies? Well, the, it's our fiftieth anniversary next year. Oh, 
Okay. And it's someone else's and it's someone else's twenty five year anniversary next year. Whoa. Yeah, wow. I know, kind of weird. So I've been, and, I've, been um, running, I've been running a Cherby stuff for more than fifty years. 20. He he did that whole move right there and he wasn't even on the screen, was he? He was behind mm-hmm. that motorcycle. Oh so we, we we were blocking out the advertisement the advertisement he tried to put up there. <laughs> Matt's confused. I'm a little confused. What you're it's talking okay. About, you know? Was did the bike stay up in front of in front of his move there? We talked about the oh, logo. No, no, I, I, the bike. You, I got, took you the got bike it out when of the way. Guys, when you guys were just talking and I'm talking about the bike, I went ahead and I okay brought it off. I like this bike. It's a husky though. I do yeah. too. It's clean. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a big fan of it. Is like this the, would, would we call this hot or not? Is this the hot, hot or not hot, segment? Hot. Roost, roost or endo? It either roost. <laughs> That's a roost. Or That's endo. It's a roost. Hot or not, like I, I, I'm, I'm gonna. This. <laughs> yeah, uh, hot or not used to be a website. Um, no, um, no, it's a full roost with me. I mean, all the yeah. parts on there and everything. I mean, that thing's freaking dialed. We get a, we get I mean, a lot of these. We get a yeah. lot of we get a lot of really dialed in bikes. In in half the time. Oh, oh, this this is actually was supposed to be called roost endo or for sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> sometimes okay, when you get a there really, you go. Yeah, you get you get a really complete parts list like somebody spent some time on it they didn't just do it in t- two minutes on the on the mm-hmm. pooper right before the show it, they're they're actually <laughs> they actually just pulled their 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 listing off a of craigslist and sent us the photo this, and we know that people have sold their bikes uh off a, of this show a certain producer may have sold their bike off of this show really oh yeah matt did well actually he, he didn't he didn't give me the commission yet I, because no the, the, the guy that bought it no, the guy that bought it watches the show. He won something, and he came over to pick it up. And when he picked it up, he goes, yeah, I'm thinking about a 300 two-stroke. And I go, I know a guy. So it yeah. wasn't necessarily off the show. Well, it's kind of indirectly off the show. Right, right. So, Well, yeah, I'll, I'll work on getting you the finder's fee. Well, um, these are twins. Yeah, so this guy kind of broke rules. Not really supposed to submit two bikes at once. Um, So that's kind of... Going going about from anyway. So on the left we have a 2019 KTM EXE F four fifty six days with a Vortex ECU smog delete FMF pipe, Craft Moto suspension, Recluse clutch, GPX stabilizer, Voyager Pro GPS, and Psycho brush guards. Then on the right we have a 2021 KTM three hundred XCW six days, FMF slip on turbine core, GPX stabilizer, Mojo pegs, Mojo's uh, Shanklin. Shanklin? Shanklin? What's a Shanklin? I have no idea what a Shanklin is. It sounds like something you need in prison as a Shank. Um, (laughs) Sykra brush guards. Yeah. So what was the first bike? It was a what? Uh, 2019 KTM 456 days. Yeah. Okay. So he's got got his his street legal bike and his his dirt only bike. He's He's got some other stuff in there. Yeah. He's got... Is that like a Harley or something that's underneath those blankets? Um, I, I'm not a big fan of the, of the guys who just walk outside in their garage and take a picture of their garage. Well, there's also a third bike that's back there. That's never mentioned. Yeah. That, that one that looks, one's... Hey, you know, people were bagging on the Acherby's, the Acherby's, what's the headlight called? The one with the LEDs, Brian? <laughs> the DHH. The DHH? Is that, is yeah. that, is that the, the one with the, the two, squ- the two little... No, no, the square, no, no, the, the two, square headlight, the square, L, no, the square LED one, the new one, What's, the new one. The yeah, v, I was, the I was defending VSL. Is that what it is? What do VSL. You, what do you mean people What's, are bagging on it? 
last week where they were oh, giving a hard time. I think there was. Yeah, I think um, Kendall. Really? Kendall was, was Kendall, talking about Kendall, it, yeah. and then he, and then he got he got the bandwagon rolling. He got he got people, and I was telling him, I'm like, look, I raced King oh, of the Motos that thing. Me. So so it's King of the Motos finishing headlight. I, I wanted you to be on the show last week. Uh, I'm sorry, you're busy. Uh, family sick. things. Remember? Oh yeah, uh, mom. Yeah, you weren't Brother. sick. <laughs> no, you had mom. Uh, this so, endos for me. This these my <laughs> Matt's like wants to move on. Well, no, the, these endos for me because uh, you're spinning two bikes at once. Oh, you didn't follow the rules, and he didn't took a picture in his garage. And it's anyways. That's yeah. what that that headlight in the back that's just popping up over the top of the handlebars there. That's yeah, what kind of reminds me of, so. but it's not. It's not it. Oh, there's a fourth bike actually that's kind of hidden. There's a CRF that's hidden. Um, CRF. Oh yeah, I see that. Yeah, if you look between the handlebars mm-hmm. uh, of the two oh, bikes, oh yeah, it does say CRF. He's got a whole load of bikes. In yeah, there. he's got four bikes. Only two of them are mentioned, yeah. and he doesn't even talk about the the Harley. He's got a lot of blankets. They're not even cleaned. A lot of clutter, and and look at the condition of that little uh, wheel chalk right there. It's also really muddy. Oh, is that what it is? A wheel chalk? Yeah, yeah. I think so. So yeah. And uh, I want to see that Harley. Yeah, those are some. Those are some really nice. I can't even. I, where's the Harley? Underneath the blankets, um, right there on the left. That's the fairing right in front. Oh, I can't. T- I, oh, I, I, I don't see, know if yeah. it's actually a Harley. It's just like just a road. Some kind this of. This guy has too many bikes. Yeah. Too many bikes. <laughs> and you got it. You got. You got to either mention them all or just mention one. Or didn't, didn't follow the rules. Didn't yeah, we, the we rules. have we have a big yeah. thing with following yeah. the rules. You're I, ma- he, he got, at least he got the year making model. We've right. kind of drilled that one home. Yeah, yeah. But people have been much better about that. All right. So this next one is going to be from Kevin Tannis. Now this one is the suspension lowered on this, or is it just a weird angle? It might just be a weird angle. Let me, let me check. This is a 2023 450XEFW bone stock, 0.5 miles, four hours old, and she's about to go through a metaphor- metamorphosis. Uh, this is a this is an outreaching. For the gift certificate. Yep. This is a 100% gift oh. certificate outreach. Uh, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, we like to see. You, you, yeah. So it's totally bone stock and it looks it looks scrunched. I think it's just the angle. It's just the photo. It's the iPhone I'm pretty photo. sure it's the angle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, again, another one of these awesome garage photos. I like to check out the shop, see what he's got going on in there. See, he's this, got is a, a, this is a clean shop. It's a nice looking shop. He's got the swamp cooler in the back there. Mm-hmm. See that? There's Must a, be in a nice, only, uh... hot, hot, hot environment. Mm-hmm. That's a clean bike. I could take that thing and ride it for sure. The, the only thing that concerns me is he says it's got 0.5 miles on it. It's four hours old, and he's about to put a lot of stuff on it. Wait, four hours? Is it four hours like from the dealership, or did he take four hours to ride at 0.5 miles? I think four hours from the dealership. Okay, that thing is way too clean to have taken four hours to ride 0.5 miles. Right. Why don't you ride it for 20 hours and then do some stuff so you can tell the whether between? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah t- so, so you know, so, so what's his name? This is Kevin. Kevin will be sending me an email that thinks that the manufacturers have conspired to sell him <laughs> a horrible motorcycle, and 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 that why don't they why don't why doesn't it come with all the things that he's going to do to it? I hope he's not the hillbilly for Christ. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh gosh! <Ooh. laughs> well, he'll have me. We struck first down. need to change. But hey, Kevin, we we need to change the rear fender from white oh. to orange. Wait, no, Jimmy. I think that he, would help a bunch. Uh, yeah, Jimmy. I th- yes. I think you're actually right about it being lowered. Looking at the forks, the forks on the uh, on the triple clamps. Oh yeah, look how high they are. Yeah, yeah. Wow, 
How do Kevin, I know we need this? to work on that. How do I know this? Like, you're why, good. why, why, why am I, yeah, it's motorcycles. I, just, Jimmy, I think you've been around motorcycles for a year for so. too long. Yeah. <laughs> you're that OG. Uh, no, there's another out. one. You're, there's another one. There should be another oh. one. I, lo- I threw it. Did I throw it? Oh, holy sh. This one looks like it's for sale. I'm just looking at the list. So this is actually the father uh, of, uh, Kev- the, our, of our girl who won. Kevin, uh, Kevin's, uh, Kevin's, uh, Kevin's bike, uh, Endos. Uh, I think it roosts for me. I was kind of giving him a hard time. I'm going I'm to go with the roost. I'm going to go with the oh, roost. I'm going to go for a roost for now, but he needs to put more mm-hmm. time on it before he starts modifying it. Okay. Test things. Do things kind of like I did with my Tenere, one at a time. Right. So this is Todd <laughs> Lofstrom, uh, the father of Savannah, who was the girl who won a couple weeks ago. Okay, Matt. 2005 Yamaha YZ250. Frame is gent- gently broken in with 1,200 hours. Okay, Matt. Hold on. Hold on. We're going to go We're gonna go into riding coach mode. By the way, Matt is a certified USMCA riding coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, he cool. can do you private lessons. Uh, he's in charge of administering our online courses, which uh, if you just got a new bike or know someone got a new bike and you want them to learn how to ride properly, what did that guy say? I, I got to... Call it that email. So the someone who had just recently purchased our our online course actually said Philip Jerko. Let me let me just say this. Yeah. So he said he says compliments to the chef, which he meant the coach. So, anyways, I just finished your online course because I have not been able to make it out in person. At first, I was a bit disappointed at the rudimentary drills, but then I tried them and my ego was checked, tougher than I imagined. Mm-hmm. Importantly, I wanted to say thanks for the one leg down concept. I have a 29 inch inseam and was debating lowering my 500 EXC. I ride an 890 adventure and usually can barely tiptoe with both feet, but I think it has made me a better rider because when my riding buddies paddle, I have to stand through it all. I'm going to keep the 500 stock height and practice the one leg balance more. Cheers, Phil. Mm -hmm. So, Yes. Anyway, so you don't need to be, just be a beginner to learn something. No. It and yeah, there, it's it's the it's the basics for the things and yeah, rudimentary, but it's mm-hmm. the basics that make all the difference. So pull it, put on your riding coach hat for what's what's, our, <laughs> this what's is, So Todd's got to work on Todd. this form here because uh, what's the what's the first what's the the core problem? What's the core Ooh. problem? Just I I well I. There's so many things wrong. Uh, no, I know, but there's there's, there's, to me there's, there's one thing that's causing all of it. Well, he didn't regrip. Exactly. That's the first thing I see. Exactly. Is he doesn't regrip, so his that's the, the, causing the, him to be, stay scrunched down. That's it. That's the only. That's the only problem. If he would regrip, mm-hmm. everything else would would come. Yeah, pretty he, easily. He's gripping with his knees a little too hard. That's also prevented from standing up. But <laughs> the number one thing is that his wrists are not. Yeah, he needs to regrip his hands or. Or and this is this is where this is where the years of experience come into play. Mm-hmm. So you can tell he's in in, a, in one of those uh, janky arena cross tracks, you know, yeah. farm town arena cross track and stuff like that. He may have seat bounced the jump that he's going oh. over right now. Yeah, that's and, what it kind of looks like. <laughs> and and this is the resulting. He he's actually he actually is not trying to stand up he's being forced <laughs> into the bike is actually rotating mm-hmm. uh kind of forward it's, it's seat bounced him like it was supposed to i think uh anyways mm-hmm. but yeah the 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 regrip uh would help substantially yeah if this were the position if i can't tell whether either or is happening whether he was he took off the jump like that or regrip but anyways back to it 
All right, so frame's gently broken in with 1,200 hours. Replaced the subframe because last year uh, his boot wore a hole through the aluminum near the foot peg. He practices at the indoor track during the winter when everything is frozen in Minnesota. He's coming up with short, uh, coming up short hurts with the enduro suspension, uh, and he came up short in this picture. Well, the seat so, bounce didn't work. The, the chassis, seat bounce is designed to give you more, more distance. Pop. Yeah, more pop. Okay. So chassis mods. The 2007 YZ250F uh, forks and shock revalved with Racetech gold valves. 18-inch rear wheel. 2009 YZ450F rear swing arm and linkage. The original swing arm broke. New swing arm is a little lighter than stock and has a little less deflection. Fastway foot pegs and low in rear position. He is 6'1". Fastway bill at the kickstand. Fast flex handlebars with the 12-degree moto bend. He's old. Uh, a Cherby's flags. Uh, Clark oversized fuel tank. Unibike radiator guards. Seat concept super gripper seat. Galfer stainless steel brake lines and oversized rotor. Um, hide skid plate if there's rocks, but we only have a few rocks here in Minnesota. <laughs> motor mods. GYTR flywheel weight. Wiseco clutch. Vortex CDI. CDI. Power hookups better, less wheel spin when he revs out the motor. Apex low compression enduro cylinder head. V-Force 3 reeds. DEP pipe with stock silencer and with mini spares. Tried wide ratio transmission, but prefers the stock transmission for the riding up there. Detailed and thick maintenance log. Thanks, uh, Todd Lustrum. Dude, I, I love... That he rides the shit out of this bike. It's this, yeah. that, that, does, does, <laughs> does every does everything on it. Yeah, I and and yeah. and that's a. I, it, I love the the story that he wore a hole through the subframe with his foot. He looks like he's that's like awesome. he's like looks like Big John, like size thirteen boots or something yeah, like that. Yeah, because that's how John hangs on is with his like boots and ankles yeah. and stuff. Because <laughs> his his knees his knees are are over the seat gas tank so. That's a that's a big problem for like larger riders and stuff. Is 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 people they all hear this like ah oh, you need to grip with your knees, grip with your knees. Yeah, I think, can't. <laughs> think your knees are up in outer space. You're not going to grip with those things. Yeah. You don't really. And all this stuff about gripping motorcycles that's a that's a bunch of BS. Like top riders that's don't a, really grip don't mm-hmm. really grip the motorcycles. They hover over them and they 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 anticipate what they're going to do and they float. Yeah, but so, this is a hell of a roof. That uh, it's, it's I, I like that bike for me is I think it's a roof. That's a that's a full roost for me. That guy's happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that the bike is he's just it's just get it's getting worked. It's good. <laughs> yeah, he's actually riding his bike in the winter when I'm snowboarding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trying to snowboard. Yeah, um, yeah. I like I like that. Matt, good, we, good 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 action picture. Good action picture. Matt, we yep. didn't get any we didn't get any Hondas or any red bikes. We just got orange and white and, and blue. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no Hondas, uh, unless you wanted to submit yours. Oh, you, you we, just, we don't, we don't really for, um, ban guests from just, submitting bikes. So when they're, I when you're ready to, sell, when you're ready to I sell, it's Matt. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, already. Uh, oh, then yeah, yeah, Matt's but, like usual. He's dropping the ball. This is, this is uh, what happens. Uh, I took oh, there it is. 20, not getting that. Okay. Well, it was oh. supposed to be the late minute. We're not going to, we're not minute. the show. It's, it's coming in next week. Coming in next week. It has to come in next week. Yeah, we're, we're, running, out, it, we're running, running off here. Running out oh, of time. Yeah, I just saw the time. Okay. <laughs> oh, shoot. Okay. Somebody, yeah, somebody's got to drive. Sorry, for four Brian. Hours. I. Uh, yeah. No <laughs> worries. That's fine. I'll be good. I'll, I'll watch next week. Maybe I'll call in. Yeah, you can there call in on the Seat Concepts Hot Seat Hotline. Okay. What is that number again? What? 
It's it's seven seven five, and we have an answering machine if you want to leave a horrible message. That'd be especially good especially if you want to bag on our guests, we always like that because you know you, you don't want to do it live. You just want to do it uh, when they're not when they're not <laughs> looking. <laughs> they can't they can't defend themselves. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so here's here's a seven seven five three one eight five five one five. Maybe the best message will get something cool out of my collection of yeah. stuff. The best message this week. Okay. I I there's it's undeniable which one I like. It's Todd. It's Todd. Yeah, that yeah. that YZ two fifty is awesome. Yep. Kicks ass. He's using it. Yep. He loves that. D- thing. Have we sent? Have we sent two to one family now? Oh shit. He, that's okay because this guy also not only did he does he have a bike that that he roosts on and it roosts and he's roosting the best he can when he's riding. He made his daughter submit a rooster endo. Is like a good father should. That's awesome. <laughs> Made his daughter send one in, and it was actually she won too. So yeah, family's taking it, taking it. So yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, Todd, go ahead. Will and you? Uh, to me. Will you get Todd? Yeah, Todd, reach out to uh, Matt and um, Matt. Re- send me Todd's info, and I'll maybe we can send the freshy, clean classic kit. Yeah. Whoa, we'll do that too. That's super solid, <laughs> Brian. Yeah. Churbies.com sponsored for- Taco Tuesday in all the yeah. right ways. <laughs> so really, really happy with that. So hey Todd, thanks for supporting the show. Get your buddies to to check out this show. If so I was thinking, I was actually thinking we weren't gonna have much to talk about, but Brian, you helped carry the show because I'm a horrible host. If you I, uh, tr- I tried, I just didn't want to interrupt, and I'm interrupting you right now. It's good. It, it's right, keeps good. the flow keeps the flow. You <laughs> yeah. should did you did you watch the Jerry Bernardo show? Uh, I did, yeah, 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 yeah. That that was the best show ever because I hardly had to talk. I every time I tried to say <laughs> something, he told me to shut up. He was taking over, which I thought was like I, thought, I was hoping Jerry was going to call in on the hotline. He he kept texting me. He's, he's he sent you know Damn, he's, Jerry? He's pretty pretty impressed Uncle. with the logo. He could he could use the hotline, but he run he works in mysterious ways, uh, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Uncle Jerry designed our uh, bitchin' fiftieth anniversary T shirt. By the way. And when's that coming out? Um, I'm going to see some prototypes um, in January. I'll be wearing them when I go to the um, Parts Limited show. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I've this seen. is the that's the front. Yeah, <laughs> I, I see in the back. Yeah, they're beautiful. So, Italy's pumped on it. Yeah, I got to get Uncle Jerry to. I wish we could. Uh, we could just hire him to just design all of our clothing, but we don't do a whole lot of clothing. Yeah. <laughs> that shirt will last a while. Plastic company. So, uh, yep. hopefully you learned something, um, on this show, everybody, uh, there's yeah. little nuggets in there, mm-hmm. get you through a drive or maybe a really long bowel movement or, you know, whatever, whatever yeah, it takes yeah, these yeah. days. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, Brian, thanks for coming on. Uh, thanks for, uh, helping, helping out with all the different projects that I'm, I'm always goofing around working on. Thanks to yeah, old old Franco for saving me from a life of slavery. I've told this, I've, I've yeah. told this story on the uh, on the podcast before. So in one of the uh, yeah. episodes, I told how Franco stopped me. I was watching a video last night on YouTube about trains. I like weird stuff. They were talking about freight trains, and they were talking about the one that runs from Zurat, Mauritania, the Mauritania train line, and that's where it all went down. Was in Zurat, Mauritania. That's where it happened. <laughs> So, uh, anyways, Franco has a chalet Papa, there. Papa Franco. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, okay. And you saved well, Johnny Campbell too. <laughs> uh, I saved all, you know, all of us poor, <laughs> poor racers did. at one point or another. <laughs> so, uh, 
great, uh, great seeing you. Atribu's 50th yeah, year anniversary. Check those guys out. The best fitting plastic known to man. Uh, even though they don't have all the colors, they have the color that you need. Right? Heck yeah. <laughs> and I'll, um, I'll, I'll come in the um, studio this, this, uh, this year. Awesome. Get down there. Sweet. Yeah, we have to ride yeah. though. You just got to tell me down. how long... You got to tell me how long the ride is, though, and how many miles and how many hours. I got to know before we go. Ooh, that's not one of the things. That, well, I'll make sure Heather's here, and then you're safe. <laughs> it's, it's it's like this. No, I tell she's people, scarier than you. No, no, no. People people go, Jimmy. I really want to ride with you. I'm like, no, you don't. Yeah. And then and then and then they're you like, oh, yeah. And they they yeah. they ask they ask questions just like you did. And if you ask those questions, you can't go that's riding with me. That. I, I take I my wife, I say, We're, you go riding with Heather when Heather comes, and it's going to be a really fun ride. Everybody will enjoy the ride. It's going to be because I'm not going to kill my wife. No. But if she's not around, then weird <laughs> things happen. So <laughs> anyways, uh, thanks for joining in. Thanks, everybody, for uh, for yeah. uh, watching the show and sharing it with a friend and shopping through the links. I'd like to thank our sponsors one last time. Yamaha, Taco Moto, Scott Sports, Climb, DDC, Trail Tech, Fast Company, C-Concept, Boltproof Designs, which, by the way, they have all of the protection for the 23s ready to go. I just bolted some stuff on my newest 500, so it's indestructible. And Double Take Mirrors, and I'm working on getting that song done so we can have that video out. Perfect. <laughs> so, And uh, don't forget to shop through the Rocky Mountain and Amazon banner links on our uh, support DVD tab on dirtbiketest.com. For sure. Thank you, Matt, for uh, not having too many technical difficulties. And, uh, Brian, we will see you out in the trail. Cheers. Heck yeah. We'll see you guys. Cheers.